it is so good to meet you. Wait, why did I say that? <laughs> it's so good to meet you. My name so is nice to meet You're you on all. autopilot, man. You're on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> streaming on this new channel. It's so welcome. All of us who have never met before before. joining the band <laughs> 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 I'm it's, fucking dying. It's been great. Please leave. <laughs> <laughs> you overstayed your welcome, really. Like, um, in my defense, I watched both live action and Turtle movies back to back last night. So that's <laughs> that does, that is that's Who's actually honestly a well known symptom why of what. <laughs> Oh my, God. my favorite turtle. My t- my favorite turtle is Raphael because he's cool and rude. Vanna, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to talk about um, about what? Uh, I feel like, uh, you know what? Never mind. Maybe you're not. You're good. What? Wait, I'm genuinely confused. Is that bad? <laughs> I, one of your favorite scenes to be people who will not respect you. <laughs> Okay, we don't need to talk to unpack that live on stream, like with people we just no, met. Gonna, like, come gonna, on. Wait, let me put on my superhero cape. I'm gonna come and swoop in and say, Vanna, hi, my name is Liv. I use she, they pronouns, and my favorite turtle is also Raphael. <laughs> Thank you. And I said the same thing. I'll say the same thing to you, Liv. Um, <laughs> this is I'm not therapy hour. We sex. no, <laughs> I, this is not therapy hour. Dragons. <laughs> Oh my god. Um anyway. <laughs> this is higher education, uh a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons game set in the Strixhaven universe with an original story. And we are joined by a lovely cast. Let's meet them for the first time ever. Kane. It's me, Kane. <laughs> Hi everyone. Uh my pronouns are they he and she. You can find me all across the internet at by Connie Chong. That's B Y C O N and I C H A N G. I am playing Stags or Graves for you all today. Uh Goliath Barbarian, whom you met last week and are gonna keep meeting this week. Speaking of people who will disrespect you, that's your type. <laughs> um outside of higher education. Hi. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi, Stag. Um, I am the game master and creative producer for Transplaner RPG, which is an all-transgender POC-led dark fantasy D&D show set in an original non-colonial anti-Orientalist world. We stream Saturdays. That's today at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And we have a doozy of an episode tonight. It's literally like the biggest lore drop in the history of the campaign and perhaps my entire TTRPG career period. Uh, so if you have free time tonight at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, pop over to twitch.tv backslash RPG. We'd love to see you in chat, even if you're brand new. Uh, everything's pre-recorded tightly edited like two hours or under with background music sound effects all that stuff so if that's your jam check us out dark fantasy existential dread plus um lesbians with emotional problems <laughs> so if that's your thing you should check us out and i'll pass along introductions over to live is this the correct direction yes yes yeah yeah it's it's me. Hello. Hi. Um. I. I am Liv. I use she/they pronouns. And um. When I'm not fantasizing about characters that would disrespect me, stack. <clears throat> um. You can find me <laughs> on the internet playing um a whole bunch of different TTRPGs with lovely folks on 
Mondays, I'm over on Under the Table trying out a whole bunch of um, indie games. Very exciting. And I'm also a member of Strixu, which is an all-Black HBCU-inspired Strixhaven setting. It's kind of my thing. I really like Strixhaven. Um, but here today, I will be playing Ciro, who uses they, them pronouns. Um, your, I mean, honestly, not your manic pixie dream anything really i don't think zero zero fits into that trope i mean adjacent to a pixie in a literal sense but otherwise yeah that's it that's the only thing um (laughs) i have to think of a twist on that phrase but yeah zero is the fairy warlock of the group and everything's fine why wouldn't it be (laughs) why wouldn't it be who cries early in the morning and then gets up and rolls around and this is totally okay <laughs> why would anybody ever need to do that <laughs> um jack <laughs> what's up with you <laughs> um hi i'm jack or draconics uh you can find me on twitter at draconics that's d-r-a-k-o-n-i-q-e-s i'm a teacher buddy performer writer producer all of that stuff i'm a co-founder of french roll dice which is a teacher buddy's twitch channel um i in a bunch of stuff just follow me on twitter honestly or tumblr or mastodon or (laughs) tiktok i guess or instagram it's draconics everywhere that i'm at so just search and i might be there um and i'm playing barugash uses um she he they pronouns um they are a gorgon inventor uh specifically a um, machinist inventor because they have their massive machine construct that they have following around them called um, the full name. Because I don't think I've actually said that yet. The full name is long as fuck. It is uh, the Animated and Specialized Titanium Adamant Alloy Rig version 13. Or A-Star for short. Or just star. Or even shorter. Um, and yeah, they are the naive clueless question mark um character of the group so it's been fun it's been fun being around uh, people who will will disrespect you and not notice <laughs> uh amazing hamna Yes. Uh, hi. Hello. My name is Hamna. I use any and all pronouns and I am a TTRPG performer. You can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore or uh, when Twitter, I guess, blows up into flames. Uh, I do have a card. It's hamna.card, card with two R's dot co, uh, where I will link literally anywhere else that I decide to migrate. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Um, because I have to leave early today, I'm just going to do my plug really quickly right now, which is that uh, today at 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, we will be going live over on Nameless Domains Twitch channel for our charity Pokemon Showdown tournament. Uh, it is going to be absolutely amazing. So please, after you watch this show, come down to Nameless Domain and check us out. Uh, we are going to be pitting a bunch of tabletop content creators, uh, all of them people of color, against each other in an epic battle of the epic highs and lows of Pokemon Showdown. You won't want to miss it for a great cause um but today i will be playing jisha who uses they ray pronouns uh and jisha is an earth genasi sorcerer and blood hunter and they will respect everyone except for stag i guess uh yeah anyway i'm gonna pass it over to c Hi everyone, my name is C. I use they pronouns. You can find me making very trans, very gay art on the internet at Pie Sharp Art. Tonight I'm playing X, who's a very, very normal individual. They definitely have a personality 
They definitely know who they are and they definitely don't have weird sleepwalking fits where they do, you know, normal things like walk. Um, I don't know. This is a weird intro for me. I'm trying really hard. Um, X's favorite turtle is the red eared slider. So just so we all know that just as a heads up <laughs> back to you, Vanna. That's a very X answer. <laughs> <laughs> been roommates with uh with bar too long <laughs> um that took me a whole second i was like are none of them are named that <laughs> is there a it's their self insert turtle <laughs> so insert. oh my your goodness. turtle soda now, but later that turtle soda please uh it's not a fursona when they're reptiles. It's a, what's it called? It's scaly. 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 I love that you know sona. that word. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm learned. Yeah. As, as a, a, a dragon fucker myself, I respect, uh, I respect your knowledge of the, of the culture. Um, <laughs> um, and of course I am Vanna. <laughs> And I'm going to be your GM producer and uh, Jimmy Fallon of uh, <laughs> today. <laughs> it's because I laugh at my own jokes, not because I'm a white man. <laughs> Wait, you're not a white? Oh. This well, is Vanna like- telling everybody today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm revealing too much. Connie, what have you done? <laughs> I try to move my Steam Deck and it's messing up all my cables. <laughs> Ignore me. Okay, you're good there. $50 tip, and thank you for bringing attention to one of the first things I want to talk about before we get into the show. We have a $100 goal for the episode. We're already halfway there, if you can believe it. You can, because it's true. Um, and if we hit that goal, it's going to unlock a bonus scene. Uh, we don't have one prepped for today, uh, or as far as like... If it unlocks, we'll do this specific one. But there will be a bonus scene that wouldn't normally be in the show. And it'll either happen in the show if we have time, which I don't think we will. Uh, it'll be recorded or it'll be squeezed into next episode. Which also brings me to my second point. Last episode on our premiere, y'all unlocked the bonus scene. And we are going to be doing that at the end of today's episode uh, featuring Stag and X uh, and how they originally met. And it's going to be... um Sexy, silly, scary, fruity, <laughs> All the fruity. definitely <laughs> queer. Uh, so stick around for that. And thank you for unlocking it next episode. If you want to see a, a, a second bonus scene, unlock that bonus goal today. We're only $50 away. Thank you, Seder, for the contribution. Uh, the other thing I want to talk to talk to y'all about is our sponsors. You can do exclamation point sponsors in the chat at any point in time to see uh, who is sponsoring this particular episode. Uh, and the show as a whole, Higher Education, is presented by Penny Dragon Games. Uh, and then you can check out the list of our other sponsors for this specific episode uh, in the command there. Go check them all out. They're all awesome. They're all providing uh, fantastic um, fantastic uh, D&D supplements and maps and accessories. And it's just going to make your life better. And um, and I know your life sucks, so you could really use it. Um, what else? <laughs> I'm just speaking from the heart. Um, exclamation point CW. Um, this is not a complete list, an exhaustive list, because uh, we're. I'm just updating it as we go. Wait. 
Don't look at that one. <laughs> That's for a video game. <laughs> look at this one. Um, so yeah, look at that. We've got likely gore, trauma, psychological abuse, uh, death, bullying. Um, and if it, any of those are going to be upsetting for you, please take care of yourself first. T step away if you need to. Or if anything comes up during play, uh, again, please take care of yourselves first and foremost. And also know that we have uh, tools in place um, for our players as well if something comes up for any of them or, of course, myself. Uh, and what else? What am I forgetting? Casteruni. I think that's it. Oh, check out the yeah. wiki. If you want to see, um, if you want to catch up on a written recap of episode session 0.5 and session one, you can check out the wiki and uh, the VOD is also highlighted. So you can check that out on Twitch. And I think I ported it to YouTube. So <laughs> you did. Uh, cool. You did. Amazing. You did. Uh, so you can check it out there. And then uh, we have someone working on the you podcast version uh, for episode one right now. So that should be available to you on podcast apps soon. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and get right into it. Get into it, yeah. Um, okay, so when we last left our players... Oh, damn, okay, well, that's the goal met. Thanks, Esto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we Thank haven't you, done Esto. anything, y'all. Like, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, someone do a backflip really quick. I think they've earned it. <laughs> My room is my office is not, not big enough for me to do a backflip. I would break my head. <laughs> Don't oh do my that. goodness. Thank you so much for the support. Uh oh. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Cool. Uh, any tips, any tips that you make at the Pally Link are split evenly between us. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, again I watch both the Ninja Turtle movies I don't know what you want from me um, alright we last left our players we had just finished a very rousing round of um, Mage Tower which actually ended very quickly uh, I think that was an abnormal uh, length of time for a Mage Tower to Mage Tower round to take uh, and it is of course meant to be best two out of three but there was an interruption at the end of the game. The field, the field began to quake uh, and shake, and the podium that uh, you were writing the haikus at during uh, the previous match began to sink into the ground as if in quicksand. Um, and what I need from a few people is some saving throws. Um, oh, wow. So I think from, I need them from Stag and Baru. Or your, Stag, you are at the epicenter with an, <laughs> an, Hell yeah, I am. an unconscious Kadoras next to, because oh, you right. fucking murdered him. <laughs> no, um, legally, I legally fucking murdered him within the rules of the game. Legally. Uh, Legally speaking, um, he's deceased and will never wake up. Um, I lied. <laughs> this one's for keepsies. <laughs> no, uh, but he is right next to you and he cannot make a saving throw because he is 
despite the rules of the field being able to be revived, he's unconscious until a teammate touches him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are not a teammate, so you cannot do that. Uh, but someone might be able to run over. But in this immediate situation, you are the closest to the epicenter of that pull downwards. Uh, and so you need to make a save. And then on the edges, we have uh, Baru next to an unconscious Aurora. So there's a pull on you. It's not as direct. It's not as strong, but it is. It is. It's sort of like a, a drain, uh, a drain okay, in a bathtub, uh, but with dirt. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> And then Jaisha and uh, Chorus are on uh, the opposite end, and you are you're experiencing the same type of pull as Baru and Aurora, but you're on uh, on the opposite edge of the sort of diameter of the of the sinkhole. Um, so, what kind of what kind of rolls we got here? Can I guess? What what save is it? Um, you can do it for whatever you're being pulled in. So you, you could justify a a dexterity thing. You could, you could justify a strength thing. You tell me how you get out of it and then I'll tell you if it's reasonable. (laughs) I guess I'll do it, make a strength save because that's my best one. Uh, So, uh, as the ground starts shifting and pulling downward, like a sinkhole rapidly forming, Stag is going to root herself like with sheer muscular force in the ground around her, like someone planting their feet at like a shore as the wave comes in and washes out. Uh, like she's just trying to just stay put uh, in the ground. And if that is not physically possible, then maybe she'll also climb out of it <laughs> as part of the same. Uh, I would, I would think here. if you were on the edges, you could do that. But I, I think you're too close to the epicenter, and and the Earth is going. And you're if you're planning into the Earth, you will go with the Earth. Could it be like an athletics strength save then? Like she's climbing her yeah. way out instead of like Dex. Like she's using sheer force to just yeah. like, like swim out of the Earth. Basically, yes. I got a twenty, a dirty twenty, a dirty twenty. Are you doing anything about Kadoras, who is unconscious and being sucked into the center of the sinkhole? Yes, I was wondering if I was allowed to. Uh, I was going to try to grab him if my save was high enough. Uh, and, but like, also I think just like I think hawk him over a shoulder. I think maybe it's two different roles. So, okay. so it's sort of like if you're a lifeguard, right? You're, you've got to swim mm-hmm. and save yourself. But then there's this whole other set of muscles and skills that you have to enact sure. to pull something with you. Um, so if you want to give me another like a straight strength check for that, maybe. Could it be also athletics? <laughs> like if I'm like swimming toward him and sure, grabbing sure, him, sure, sure. you know, kind of like, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's do this. Ah, uh, not as good. That is a 11. Yeah. Because <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> so, um, so what happens there is you're able to pull away and you do make an effort to grab Kadoras. Can, can I get sucked in and throw him out? Could that be the So you want to choice? intentionally fail your role? Uh, like, if, if an 11 means I get away, but he doesn't, can uh-huh. I sw- switch it so I don't get away, but he does? Sure. Okay, yeah, so Stag, literally, you see her, like, dive into the earth and, like, basically, like, freestyle, like, cut her way through the moving dirt toward Kadoris's limp body that's being sucked down. She grabs him and just, with one arm, chucks his entire body, like, shot puts it, uh, out of the sinkhole, and she just lets out a, you owe me, di- 
and gets sucked in. Yeah, you before she any, can finish anybody her sentence. looking over there, you can you can hear that shout. I mean, there's a lot of chaos going on. The people in the stands have completely erupted. Uh, some people have started to try and push onto the field, but that force field is still in place, and they cannot get past that barrier. So the only people that uh, are being affected by this. Uh, by this phenomena uh and the only people that are able to do anything about the people getting sucked in are the two teams uh for mage tower um so anybody hearing that you hear stag call out if you look over you see the the last of like their gigantic bicep as it goes and disappears into the dirt um baru you did you did successfully just like shot put (laughs) An entire man, <laughs> yes, I into, shot put an elf into a safety range. I think, I think maybe mm-hmm. you you do it. Uh, you throw him, and a, and maybe his body kind of like horseshoes around the uh, the bottom of the mage tower. Oh, the, well, just so he doesn't get yanked, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he is he is now with a dirty twenty. He's uh, he's out of danger for now. Baru. Can I get a spell off? Or uh, do I have to roll yeah. first and get yeah, yeah, yeah. a spell? We're not um, like in combat yet. Okay. <laughs> I I feel <laughs> I feel the sinkhole <laughs> begin to drag me in and I see that who's that? Is it Rubina? Who's the Aurora is in unconscious in front of me? Aurora. Um Rubina's not there. And yeah. And I, on instinct, reach out and I'm going to cast Levitate on Aurora. Okay. Um, as you see this golden sigil again, the squared, which then you hear it click as it ticks over onto its corner. And then Draconic, you see um, invoke and that disappears and Levitate as Aurora just levitates 20 feet off the ground. Okay. Um, and I rolled for my save mm-hmm. and I rolled a three. And there's nothing I can add to that unless I'm going to somehow use my intelligence <laughs> to <laughs> escape this pull. There's nothing, there's strength or dexterity is not going to help me here. So I get pulled into the sinkhole as well. Yeah, it, uh, since Bar was not at the epicenter, it doesn't happen as like immediately as uh, with Stag, but it, it's a pretty quick, a pretty quick grab and go as soon as you lose your footing. Um, and you are getting you are getting pulled in, and there's a couple beats before before Baru as well as foop, gone. Um, Jaisha, you are on the opposite end of this sort of diameter of the field. You have Chorus, who is conscious, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I am. I have rolled a Constitution saving throw because I think uh, Jisha's way of sort of handling this is to sort of endure through it. Jisha's on the edge of this, correct? So as long as they are able to prevent their feet from slipping, prevent themselves from being pulled in, they should be okay. okay. And I think Ray uses um, whatever ability, uh, whatever sort of like. I guess strength, whatever strength they have left to sort of uh, grab Chorus by the waist and pull them back as well in case uh, Chorus is going to get sucked in. Um, so if you, you, do you mean push them? Uh, 
whatever is the opposite direction of the sinkhole. <laughs> okay. So yeah. like not 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 into the sinkhole <laughs> away from the sinkhole. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to end this man's career. Like <laughs> I mean it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Um Yes, you give me a roll for that. Uh well give okay. me one roll. Give me like for Connie, give me one roll for saving yourself and a roll for helping out. Uh, okay, I got a 15 constitution saving throw for myself. And then what would you like me to roll to save Chorus? Um, I, you could either do dex, like a dex uh, ability or a strength one, however you think Jaysha would. Okay, um, I'm going to use a strength and I guess I'll do athletics. Um, not super great, but I got an eight. Whoops. Okay. Well, lucky for you, uh, Chorus is conscious. So, oh, plus zero to strength, baby. <laughs> oh, no, little guy. Okay. Well, you managed to... <laughs> well, you managed to, to root it in, right? Uh, kind of like what Connie was describing with their initial tactic um and you you are like a tree an old tree in the in the woods and you're not going anywhere um (laughs) um, but chorus a man of the sea um is not so lucky and he gets uh he's a trident don't give me that look (laughs) gets uh gets gets sucked in at a, a very similar pace as baru uh and is you know floating along and then hand disappears down into the hole um zero what are you doing (laughs) live oh Oh. (laughs) yes i'm so sorry that's okay um okay so who else is still in danger I, i think carrie Seven hearts, like there's a couple people who are still out and about, right? But they're they're not in the radius of uh, the pole. Okay. So you and C and the rest of the the NP sizzles are are fine. Are fine. Okay. Well, I mean, as fine as you can be when well, your friends are getting sucked into a mysterious hole. That's so fair. Um, could I? Okay, I have to change my entire plan. Um, we can come back I to you too. Do, <laughs> no, no. Can I do some kind of arcana check to figure out like how I could break down the shield, like the thing that's trapping us? Sure. In here? Yeah, I will say that it 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 was put in place by numerous professors, so the that's the so challenge fair. rating or whatever you call it, if you know what you're talking mm-hmm. about, is very high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like um, I go to this magic school, so let's let's try. Yeah. Um, I listen to listen. I listen to both Jaisha and Baru ramble all the time. Like between the two of True. them. True. I think I could figure it out. Okay. Ooh, now uh, <laughs> that's a seventeen. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Seventeen's not bad. It's not bad, but, but it, it's, it, it, high, it's yeah. It's not great yeah. for a really um, high. Is high it a challenge? Is rated. it a DC? What's it called? Yeah, it's a DC. Everyone's yeah. nodding. Yeah, okay, is. good. 
I know what I'm doing. Um, um, no, okay, you, well, you, you do attempt. Absolutely. And, uh, I think you even feel some give on the, on the force field, but it's, it's been in place a long time. Uh, and it was put there by several faculty. So it's higher power. Okay. In that case, I want to, ch- I'll waste a spell slot on trying something. Um, I am going to, I don't know, I guess I'll cast Thunderstep to see if I can teleport out. Yeah, sure. Of the, of the, Um, the dome. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I'm going to look at Stag and say. Oh, Stag is gone. I come live. Oh, not Stag. Is gone. No, so clearly not Stag. I'm so sorry. <laughs> X is definitely who I meant. I just have Stag on the brain. I was trying to, I was like freaking out. Who, so who are you it. talking to? Carrie? Oh. I'm looking at X and I'm like, I asked oh, him like, do, can I, can I take your hand? Yes. My hand? Okay. Um, and then I'm going to cast Thunderstep because I can take somebody with me and try to get us both out. But yeah. So does that work? If uh, X consents to being yeah. taken with? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. How does that spell work? I don't even know work? if it would work. I, I just, I do it. There is like, um, there is harm that can be done, but I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody is in range. Like I'm not targeting anybody, but if in terms of teleportation, if it allows me to teleport out, it just happens. Um, and I can go to any unoccupied space that I see within range. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think like maybe the force field doesn't keep people in, like that's not the point of it. Mm -hmm. So I I think maybe you have Mm -hmm. no issue. Um, you could walk out or you could, or you could. Oh, okay. I thought we were trapped in there for some reason. No, uh, it's trapped with you. (laughs) No, no, just nobody can come in. The point of that being like, uh, so people can't rush the field or interfere with the match. But if the players okay. are already on the field when it starts, then they should be able to leave. I think when my they want horror to. brain. I think my horror brain just turned on. I was like, "There's a force field and a sinkhole. We are not getting out." <laughs> no, that's fair. I got really um, freaked. I have been wanting to TPK in the second session for a while, and I just felt like this was yeah. the opportunity to do that. So, it, this thank is you for listening song. to my wish from You're the welcome. stars and wishes, and I, I applied it. it to everyone <laughs> universally. <laughs> Um, so do you still yeah, no, want to do out. that or do you want to? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to get us as far away if as you, possible. <laughs> if you do leave, you cannot get back in though. And two, three of your f- friends have disappeared. Who's in the hole? <laughs> chorus. Chorus is not your friend, but. Stag, you thunder step into the hole with us. Stag, <laughs> Join us. Stag's in the hole. Baru. Hole. Chorus. Hole. Wait, Baru's in the hole? I thought Baru's, Baru's in the yeah. hole. I levitated okay, um, then... Aurora and then just got sucked uh, in. Okay, I, I fine. Then I'm going to cast Thorn Whip and pull Baru out of the hole. That's what I'm going to do with my turn. Ayo? Just scratch everything. Thank you, everybody, for being with me through this draft. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Um, what is the range yeah. on... Well... I guess first question was the range. Matter I'm on the tower. Okay, that's the other question I was going to say is if you're still on the tower. Yes, mm-hmm. the effects of the game are still in play. Yeah, so I'll just like s- snap Baru out. Okay, you're going to have to do it 
at a dis. Well, is it to, is it to hit or is It'd be it like, automatic? It'd be like or? three quarters cover uh, as well. Because Baru is has to make a melee spell attack against the target. So do it with disadvantage, please. Okay. My AC is not very high. So. Um. Okay. That is eighteen. At disadvantage. Yeah. Yep, I rolled a 12, and I rolled a 19, and I have plus 6 to my attack. Well, shit my pants and call me a cab. Um, yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say it works. You grab, you grab Baru, and Baru's, like, pulled out a, a bit, but not all the way. So it's kind of, like, half and half, and still there is a pull... That is fighting against the strength of your vine and the strength mm-hmm. of the the increasingly turbulent uh, sinkhole. Uh, but Baro, you your head pops out and you you just take a huge gasp of air <laughs> and you just came out of a very dark and wet place. It was very dark and wet in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Borrow screams. That's what I, say. <laughs> <laughs> I just yelled it out. Um, just scream. I mean, I, I mean, okay. See what anything you want to do. You, the plans have changed. Sierra so was not taking you anywhere. Yes, X has several things they'd like to do really fast. The first is uh, they're still holding on to Bog Dog, and I think that when this all first started happening, they had kind of looked over at Sierra and had been like, "Is this part of the game?" And they very quickly realized this was not part of the game. <laughs> so they actually wrap Bog Dog up in like a little baby Bjorn using their scarf, uh, put them very gently kind of just like down on the top of the platform. And then they take out their longbow uh, and they go when Ciro uses the vine whip to start pulling Baru out, they're going to do the same kind of maneuver that they did before where they're going to take their vine, uh, their uh, longbow out and they are going to start running down the tightrope while also like reaching it to their pack and grabbing a length of rope that they're going to tie around their waist and then as they're getting closer and closer to like where they're running at you Baru uh, but they look actually up and past your head um, and they are going to dive into the hole while also with like the rope tied around their waist while also sh- like tying the end of that rope Against an arrow, like onto an arrow, and shooting the arrow back at the tower. Does that make sense? It does. I do. don't know what to make you roll. <laughs> um, can I roll an attack with my longbow? You can roll an attack or, and or a dexterity because you're doing a lot of things. You're running across the vine whip, right? You're while you're running, you're trying to pull out your bow and tie a rope to an arrow, and then you're swan diving into a mysterious hole. And shooting an arrow while you do it. So I think I I think I need a dex a dex check and an attack roll. Yeah, excellent. Shall it be an acrobatics check or just dex? I mean, if you can justify acrobatics, how many flips are you doing? I mean, <laughs> at least one or two. You know me. I'm doing at least one or two it's flips. A, it's a vine. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a tightrope. It's a literal tightrope. Yeah. It's a literal tightrope. This tight reminds rope. me when I was watching the Ninja Turtles live action movies back to back last night. Um, at one point, Raphael gets mad, goes on the roof and just does angry cartwheels. 
That is what X is also doing. They're doing angry cartwheels. Wait, Uh, I can see X. That's an 18 for the acrobatics. Okay. And I'm going to use my bonus action for steady aim to give myself advantage on my attack roll, if I may. So, okay. (laughs) 26 for my attack roll. All right. Yeah. (laughs) You pull off this absolute anime nonsense. Uh, and I think we see you uh, jump off the end of the vine rope, right? And you're landing down. And just as your arm is about to sink in, you release the bow or the, yeah, the arrow. And it thunk, hits the end, the bottom of the mage tower. I think just like uh, uncomfortably close to where Cadoris's uh, body is now limp. <laughs> it's like, it's like his crotch is here and the arrow landed. <laughs> Uh, absolutely correct absolutely correct oh my goodness uh yes but you do in that moment disappear down into the hole with everyone else um (laughs) yes Liv (laughs) I literally just pulled somebody out of this fucking hole and you have the audacity to not just jump in but use the tool that i use to get somebody out of this fucking hole if jaysha jumps in cyril is going to thunderstep as far away you on this we're not going in the hole we're getting out of the fucking hole mm, come up okay. to the tower i'll grab you we'll thunderstep home fuck this we're shit we're just like we're out by like i don't know what y'all are doing um amazing uh so we're gonna who else inside we've got the whole stag uh chorus and now x are in the hole all three of you are blinded and restrained um so uh, you you aren't able to see what's going on around you, but as I described before, the hole that you are in is is wet, uh, almost like a slime substance. Um, it is warm. It is undulating. Um, and it's, it's probably you know. Never mind. <laughs> No, finish the sentence, man. Is this a womb? Is this a womb? I was going to say cervix, but, um... Oh, so close enough. Yeah, well, they serve pretty different functions, I think. But they're close to each other. It's fine. Yeah, Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, uh... The The cervix is the gateway to the womb. (laughs) Does that make... You could just say sphincters. You know what? You know what? Let the whole eat me. I'm... I've had enough. <laughs> Take me out. I've always wanted to die like this. Um and you can't see but you but you you know that you are restrained and it is and you're in a constricted space and you are slowly sliding deeper into the hole. Also it smells okay. bad. It's stinky. What kind of stink? Roll for something. Okay. <laughs> perception. Is that a perception Roll check? For okay. Stink. Come on. No hesitation Ooh, on that question. That's a dirty <laughs> 20. That came to his mind. Connie, when I tell you 
This is poopy doo doo water. Oh, it's okay. poopy doo doo like water. It's poopy doo doo water. Jesus, <laughs> you don't have to keep repeating poop doo doo water. I just need you to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I? Okay, I know this isn't exactly how this works, but I have ancestral protectors. Uh, as I'm sinking into the sewage, can I try to, like, call on my, like, great-grandfather or something? Because I'm like, I, Stag is like, what the fuck? So I think she's gonna, like, her axe is still out, and she is going to, like, try to, like, latch onto something. Uh, like, calling upon the strength of her rage. She's still raging. I uh, try to latch that blade against, like, a pipe or a piece of rock or some kind of anchor and, like, pull herself up while, like, She's blinded and deafened, so like unseeing, unhearingly, reaching out with her fingers and her hands, like up toward the top. Okay, not deafened, just blinded. Yeah, and restrained. Okay. Okay, so she's just gonna be like shouting, like, ew, 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 as she's just sort of like reaching out upward desperately and using her uh, axe as a hook. Okay, I love this, but you do have to make an attack roll at disadvantage. That's fair. I wonder if I have anything. Can I reckless attack? What is that? Recklessly? That gives me advantage on a roll, but all attacks against me also have advantage. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I'll get rid of the (laughs) disadvantage. I didn't like that, Anna. Ooh. That is a. Please. Um. Dirty 20. Uh, I forgot how this game works. It's against... Dirty 20? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no, you do it. Uh, But when you sink your axe into the wall, um, a fresh spurt of mucus and blood comes out and just soaks the front of you uh and you were screaming so a bunch of it goes down your throat (laughs) that is disgusting you're welcome uh but you do get a grip on uh on the wall and uh you can roll damage for me Oh, thank- I feel like this thing's alive, so I will be doing damage with that stinky doo-doo water. Um, stinky doo-doo water? Do this. Okay, that is five, and then 16 points of slashing. Uh, 18, 18 points of slashing. All right. Um, and as you do that, you you it spurts all over you, but you also hear sort of like this deep guttural scream that vibrates up the the cavern uh and then squishes out between uh the dirt that is covering your exit i'm having a bad time x please save me <laughs> um well if you're done let's see bar or uh, bar is halfway out uh yes. chorus is in there can i can i figure out what is going on like, especially now that i've heard this sound which i can only imagine is animalistic yeah it's mostly it's mostly from your vantage point mostly a vibration 
Okay. But you certainly okay. feel something moving. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to finish the inside folks and then we'll we'll get yeah. to the outside. Um so yeah, see you are in there with with the homies. You are also blinded and restrained. What do you do? Horrible. X hates this quite a lot. As much as they thought they figured they would. But here they are. So my attempt here is to try to get Stag is screaming and yelling, so I feel like I could probably find where she is pretty fast. And if uh, the other person who's also in here, I imagine, is probably also screaming and yelling. I'm just going to try to find, (laughs) or if they're not, I don't know, we'll get to them in a minute. going to try to like find their hands flailing around and put their hands on the rope. Okay. And be like, climb. Uh, let's see whose hands you grab. Heads or tails, Connie? Heads. You feel fam- familiar, giant, strong, calloused hands grip yours before you put them on the rope. That's homosexual. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Stag grabs on with a limp wrist. Stop. (laughs) Stag has never been limp in her life. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm sorry, did we just make it canon that Stag is canonically always hard? Hard. (laughs) Have you seen Stag? Damn, we need to talk to a doctor about that. If it lasts for more than like... (laughs) Yeah, like, it's not supposed to do that. It's four decades, right? No? Hours? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so Stag, your your hands have been placed on uh X's rope. What is there anything else you're doing or you're sort of just focusing on uh getting someone else attached? X is focusing on getting someone else attached. I have something to do next, but if you think that I've done enough at this point, I'm fine with well, that. Well, let me hear it and then we'll decide. Well, after X is like, okay, I don't think anyone else is under me anymore. Like that they're like the deepest person in the hole. Uh, they would <laughs> stop I just that. Spit You're the one who gave us a hole. This is your fault. Uh, X is going to look down and this bright, like magmatic quality comes up the bottom of the scales on the ridge of their throat. They open their mouth and I'm going to use my fire breath weapon to just spray fire i imagine into this thing into the inside of this thing's body just down and and you are saying you are the lowest point or you think someone else is still lower i hope okay the lowest point okay well yeah please do your fire breath attack (laughs) roll uh to hit twice please (laughs) to roll Oh, dear. Okay, well, the first one was a four uh, plus nine, however many that is. Okay, that's 13. I can't do simple math. Oof. Uh, So that'll be for hopefully an ally. Uh, And the second one is 21, 22 to hit. I can't count. They both hit, so go ahead. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Sorry about that. Don't worry. Sorry. It's only 2d10 lightning or fire damage. That's fine. Oops. 
16 points of fire damage. And do you have to roll separate per, or is it the same? Oh. Oh, no, it is the same, right? Because it's just a single fire I'd say breath. the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you hear another one of those, like, guttural uh, screams slash vibrations slash tremblings move up the uh, the tunnel that all of you are are in. Uh, and you also hear chorus, and with the light... Uh, from the fire breath, you can now see chorus is indeed in front of you, <laughs> and a bit uh, a bit singed, as it were. Um, do you say anything to him? <laughs> uh, X also just kind of gets out, climb, and starts reaching for him. Wow. Okay. Uh, so we'll have <laughs> we'll have chorus do a oof, buddy. Uh, Wait, what is 16 plus 18? 30? 33? No. I think it's 34. 34! Oh my god! Okay. Um. Okay, yes! Okay, okay, okay. Is a good yes or bad yes? <laughs> Whenever the GM says yes and they roll a bunch of dice, that's always bad. <laughs> that's yeah. always bad. No, no, no. It's good. Um, so when that that fire uh, that fire breath goes off, you hear that scream again, uh, and it's a similar feeling. But then something else is happening, and it's like the tunnel is uh, shrinking and then expanding and then shrinking and then expanding and you are the three of you are being pushed out of the top of it uh and there's like this hacking noise as this giant maw just opens cracks open above you uh and you see rows and rows of huge yellowed teeth uh dirt tumbling in and falling all over you and past you uh but you do see the sky in the moments before you are flung from the inside of this being um and thrown uh 15 feet away from it uh so if everyone wants to give me a quick uh just dex roll to see if you take any sort of bludgeoning damage from the the throw. Am I included in this? Is this a save or just a roll? A check? Um, do a save. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I get advantage on effects I can see, and I assume I can see this. You can see that you're being flung from... Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Okay, cool. <laughs> I got a 12. Not my most handsome dex roll in the world. 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bar, you can you do it too. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is a dirty twenty. Uh, okay, yeah, you're fine. You you're halfway out, so I think you get a better uh, eye on it than anyone else. Uh, so you're kind of ready for it, and you're able to tuck and roll. Um, everyone else needs to uh, roll two d six bludgeoning damage. And remember, you, I think you still have your temp hit point. You do? Uh, yep. The field yeah. is still in effect, so. 
those are temp HP. Um, okay. So all of you are thrown out. Uh, let's check in with the people that weren't inside. <laughs> um, Jaysha, what, this is sort of the moments before, uh, your friends are regurgitated. Uh, what, it, what are, what are Ray doing? Uh, I think, uh, when, for the people that are outside, is it, is there any way to tell that this is a creature at all, or does it just kind of look like quicksand or environmental effects to us on the outside? At this point, it just looks like uh, a sinkhole, essentially. But it is okay. it is actively moving. So it's like a sinkhole meets an earthquake, and you could give me uh, some sort of check to see if you recognize okay. the behavior pattern of whatever it might be or... In that case, I think from the sidelines, uh, like after Chorus had been kind of like sucked in, Jaysha like stepped back um, to somewhere that is safer, maybe closer to the hour tower where Zero is and just kind of underneath the tower, they uh, sink down to their knees and I think they place their hand uh, on the ground and Ray kind of like tries to sink their magic into the ground to try and get a feel and understanding of what exactly is happening here. And my... What I would like to argue is that because Jisha is a metamancer, specifically in the biological sense of the term, um, and because I have Hunter's Bane, which gives me advantage on intelligence ability checks to recall information about technically fey fiends and undead, but I'm going to stretch that to include just creatures in general. Okay. Um, uh, I think Jisha is trying to get an understanding of like what is happening here um, so that we being Jisha and Ciro can like help our friends who are stuck inside. Yeah, I love it. Do it. Okay, I'm gonna make an int check then. I hate my dice. I got a twelve <laughs> with um, advantage. Hmm. Yeah, I think even with the 12, I think at the very least you can understand that the, this isn't a wholly natural phenomenon and there is uh, a creature of some kind involved. The, I think the knowing exact that it, identity, not so much. Unclear. Mm -hmm. I think uh, from the bottom of the tower, Jaysha kind of just like looks up and like sees Zero from, from the balcony uh, and just kind of shouts up at them, this isn't a sinkhole, it's a creature. If we can attack it somehow, get it to release our friends. I think that's the way to go. And given that Zero is up on the balcony, I think uh, they could probably attack it. Yes. Yes, I could. Um, do I want to do that maybe later? Mm. Okay, actually... Um, Oh, no, people have already been regurgitated. They're already out. Okay, never mind. I don't have to worry about that. This is the moment I'm... before they get regurgitated, so... Oh, the moment they're... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. In that case, then, I think what I am going to do then... Because I, I don't think Sira would uh, attack a creature that still had a hold on... My friends, that just doesn't make sense to me. So I think like what Zero hearing that and um 
knowing that, okay, like we're going to go on the offensive and we're going to start attacking this creature. I think Ciro would ready a spell um, and just wait for like Jaisha's call of like, okay, we can, we can go in now and we can like start attacking because they are in the optimal place. I don't think Ciro wants to leave quite yet. So I think I would just like, Ciro would just spend the time getting ready and preparing for this. Yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. So you're sort of like holding an action. Yeah, I'm going to ready witch bolt. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Um, okay, so then that, that those moments coincide, and the two of you are looking on as the bulk of the creature beneath the dirt just rips out of the ground. Uh, and you can see it has a segmented body, uh, and it's a deep, dark purple, and it has... Uh, like I said before, just rows and rows of teeth that are now, the mouth now open in some sort of horrific, Connie, are you okay? <laughs> if this is what I think it is, one GM to another, you, 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 evil! Anyway, sorry, that's all. <laughs> it also has spines uh, down the ridge, uh, the back ridge, and the sides. Uh, and you see as it sort of undulates up and then back down and then up and then just like shoots out your friends uh, 15 feet away who are now uh, prone on the ground. A couple of them have taken damage uh, and they're just covered in slime. Uh, and let's, unless you want to do something else, let's roll for initiative. Unless you want to strategize a different. I'm done. Can I do can I argue that Ciro gets a free shot before like a free round? Yeah, before yeah, yeah, we roll yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ciro can Ciro will get a surprise round essentially. Yeah. No, <laughs> I rolled a nat one and I have a minus one to Dex, so I have zero. My initiative is zero. <laughs> oh oh no. my god! Who else? <laughs> seven, seven from Stag. That's a seven from Ciro. Jeezy pizza crust. Unnatural 20 from ecstasy. Hey, yo. Me too. I go in after 20 as well for 23. What is wrong <laughs> oh with y'all are cheating? I regret saying like, I don't care if you cheat. <laughs> y'all oh, I didn't actually roll a nat one. I rolled a nat 20, actually. Uh, oh, that's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's so weird. weird. That's so wild. <laughs> Those numbers look really similar. I can understand why you would be confused. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't read, so that's that's why. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> These um, guys can't stop me. You can't stop me now. All right. Well, Liv, you've got the drop on, mm-hmm. you know, I would say yeah. uh, this big worm looking like a oh, big is that what you would call it that's how you describe it purple worm uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> that's wild okay so i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a range spell attack um <laughs> i did not anticipate this response from connie <laughs> we're level six <laughs> we're level six man i have pity we what it. is this? I don't even know what this is. I, know, just, I just told you. The it's a gigantic worm. purple worm. A worm that is purple. Mm-hmm. Connie, it's going to be fine. <laughs> anyway, 17 to hit. 17 does not hit. <laughs> oh, worm. Literally. Oh, worm. Yeah. Oh, worm. Yeah. Oh worm. Yeah, it's gar it's gargantuan is the size 
So All I'm like, thinking about is the SpongeBob episode where they have the giant worm. Yeah. That's really accurate. Also, if you've seen the film Tremors. <laughs> I haven't. The series was, of films. Was there a worm in one of the two turtles? <laughs> there was not. <laughs> Be- believe it or not. Was Venus a worm? Be- that's rude. Um, well, would, would you, you, love would you still if she love was her? Yeah. <laughs> No, believe it or not, I wrote the session before I watched the two live-action Ninja Turtle movies back-to-back. Um, By the way, so, not sponsored. But if they want to sponsor us, I don't know. I don't you know want Ninja Turtles to sponsor the show? I mean, the new Ninja Turtles, I wouldn't say no to that. Uh, I would change X's subclass. I would be a Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle. Val has been a Ninja Turtle. Val Moira! Has been a Ninja Turtle this whole time. This whole time. Yeah. Uh, X Punishment sponsors, check out our real sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, fam. <laughs> Thanks, not Playmate. Appreciate it. Um, okay, so you do not hit, but it, it goes off. So it, I think it just glances off uh, one, of the, one of the yellowed spikes protruding from its back. It's belly, it's side. I don't know. It's really just one big uh, silly tube. So who can say? Uh, Who's next? Chorus. Good job, buddy. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. Wait, who is a better dex bonus? C or Baru? C probably? Probably C, yeah. Um, Or X and... I don't know why I wrote your real name. Um, X. (laughs) I'm in the game now. Your turn. (laughs) Just a silly straw. Oh my god! <laughs> just, a bin- just a silly, just a, just a silly straw. straw. Um, yeah, and I think uh, gargantuan for anyone who needs it. As far as the sizing in five e, I think it's like fifteen by fifteen feet, fifteen foot diameter, and it's also now uh, protruding like ten feet into the air. So it's as tall as the mage towers. Uh, horrible! Thank you. You're welcome. And it Incredible. smells like dookie uh, poo poo. All right, well, the stinky worm is about to take two <laughs> arrows to the face. It has uh, no face. Ex- Only it has mouth. No face. <laughs> well, into the mouth, yes. then. Because that seemed to work pretty good. Yes. Um, X lands and rolls, right, after they get forcibly ejected from spilling hot sauce with their mouth down its mouth. That's weird. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Please retcon that description. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Oh no! I, I dropped my hot sauce. So. I was into it. I hot. I put hot sauce. Anyway, uh, they like they do not seem phased by this. If they are phased, it doesn't seem to show on their face. Like they roll, hit the ground, and then by the time that they're like they're still on the ground, like up on one knee, and their bow is out, and they have two air, like two black arrows knocked in their bow um they pull back and because of my dread ambusher feature let's see i have a few things to tell you about vanna uh number one number one um i can make two weapon attacks on this turn which is going to be that and then let's see because of my assassin feat I have advantage on all attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the initiative yet. So I will have advantage on both of these attacks. Okay. Okay, so the first is almost definitely not going to hit because I don't believe in 18 hits. 18 meets. Oh, wait, that was... 
Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so 18 for the first one. So one of them will hit. And then natural fucking 20. Natural fucking 20. Is that the second, the second one, one today? Are you cheating? No. <laughs> no, my initiative was an unnatural 20. I rolled a 14 for my initiative plus six. You know what's unnatural is the amount of 20s that happen in your rolling. <laughs> so... Uh, and me here today. This is my first natural 20. Just tell the me the pain. I'm ready. It's a lot of pain. I'm going to have to do math really fast. Oh, and I'm so sorry about this. how long that's going to take me. Okay. The first one. Oh, God. I'm so sorry in advance. Okay. That's going to be uh, 16 points of piercing damage for the first attack with my dread ambusher. Uh, I'm going to do sneak attack damage on these as well, because uh, since I have advantage on the roll, I do my sneak attack. So that's 16 for the first one, plus an additional eight. So 16 plus eight for the first roll. And then would you like me to roll double dice for my crit? Yeah. Okay, so that's the first attack. Uh, the crit is going to be... Twenty-three points of piercing for the second attack. Is that with your sneak attack? That's all with sneak attack. Yeah, I rolled two ones on my first sneak attack damage. Cry, cry, cry. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um. You you fucked it up. Do you want to describe how those uh, sink into its toothy maw? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like on like both of the arrows like go. like right into its ma- like into the corners of its uh, gums, I think. Mm. Uh, t- like specifically in a place that X would be like, there is an artery right there. Like they know exactly where to hit oh, to yeah. cause the most amount of pain, damage, and uh, like bleed essentially. Um, and their aim is true as hell. Yeah, there's and definitely they let both of those um, arrows go. It's some sort of really uh, avant-garde dentist scenario, uh, and you've you've <laughs> release the I've tonsils. I've a dentist before, yeah. You, in real life, or X has a dentist background? No. X has been a dentist before, I think. I see what you're saying, and I don't like it. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, is that your turn? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and also, you, uh, you were prone so when you flew out, so do you get up from that? Yes, I do. I should have asked that first. Sorry, Baru, what's up? You are also prone. Um. Oh, even if I, even though I succeed in my save. Yeah, that was just to not take damage. Take damage. Okay. Yeah. Um. Baru would like roll it over on the front and then push himself up to stand up straight. Um, and glances over at um Star up in the tower. And as they do that, you see Star reactivate. You see the sigils around there on their body and their eyes glow gold. And I am going to so and Star gets takes their action right after me. They have a separate initiative, and it's always after me. So my my thing is that I'm going to turn to this um, creature, um, and I think I also don't look phased, but for very different reasons. I think I'm just very interested in this thing. I'm staring hard at it. Um, from why do I know anything about purple worms? Do I need to roll anything? Uh, yeah, if you want, if you think you've taken like. I talked about them in a class previously um, or anything like that. You can do history 
or yeah, yeah. I was in. Would this be a wither bloom thing? Because I I did probably take some wither bloom classes earlier yeah, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, that is twenty four. Twenty four. Uh, so what kind of stuff were you trying to remember recall about it? I think specifically, I'm trying to recall if it's blind. It is. Uh, it is blind. They rely on okay. vibrations uh, okay. to sense targets. Like in Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In uh, that you, case, what else did you want to know? I feel like a 24 will get you a couple yeah, calls. Or um, I can throw out something random if you don't have anything specific. Yeah, uh, anything random I'm down to. Down um, but yeah, they have blind sight for 30 feet and tremor sense for 60 feet. Um, they also ha- You also remember they have a stinger. So besides their okay. bite and being able to swallow, they have... Um, a pretty vicious stinger that also is poisonous. Okay. Connie, what? Right! <laughs> Everyone else is also making consternated looking faces. <laughs> but you're the, but you're like the other say. GM at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I've done something wrong. <laughs> you haven't. I'm just, I'm terrified for us in a fun way. <laughs> in a fun way. <laughs> Baru stares at this um, creature and then backs up when they remember that this thing is blind. Um, And then you see their eyes glow um, almost, they glow gold, a similar gold to the eyes of Star. And I'm going to cast a mind sliver on this thing. Okay. Um, He has to make an intelligence saving throw. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> its uh, intelligence is one and it has a negative five. <laughs> no, that means they, they also fail then. So that's minus that's a negative five. That's, my DC's a 17, so they can if they let get a crit, that's the only way for them to succeed. Worm no know how learn. Worm <laughs> only eat dirt. <laughs> so I guess like I did what? not get a crit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um how much damage is that? Uh not much, but um, they take eight points of psychic damage. And as you see, for everyone else, they just see the um, Baru's eyes glow for a second and then dim. But I think for this creature, since it's, it's blind, I think what it feels is like very suddenly all of their senses go mute and they just feel an overbearing presence above them. And then it just disappears and everything returns back to normal. And that's the psychic damage. Um, and also, until um, the next saving throw they take, they have to minus a 1d4 from it. Okay. Um, and that will end at the end of my next turn. I love it. So if they, it. Make, if they make a save before then, that will fire off at an end. I love it. Okay, and Star? Um, Star is going to make a beeline. Just, you just see them... Just suddenly wake up and just start making a just sprint. They even, I think, I'll do it. They're gonna jump down from the tower um, and make a beeline for uh, for this one. Okay. What is it? I'll take four damage. I think it's like one d six per ten feet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two fall damage for star. And yeah, they make a beeline for where. 
Uh, how far away is the one from Star? Well, it's. Right. I actually misspoke earlier. It's twenty by twenty feet, so I think she can make it pretty. Okay. Easy. Yeah. So you just see this enormous um, construct start charging towards um, the the purple worm and drawing its warhammer as it slams it into its side and deals. Um, Damn. And I'm gonna. No, nah, I didn't clear on my turn, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, that is eighteen to hit. Yeah, that meets. Okay, that is fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. They slam their warhammer into the side of this creature. Jesus Christ! Okay. And then raises, and then you see them pull off their shield and hold it in front of them as they prepare for another attack for okay. the next time. Beautiful. Uh, next, we have Chorus. Um, Chorus is not interested in this at all, um, <laughs> and is a little bit of a punk. Um, so, sees this, looks around, sees y'all fighting this, and goes, "Fuck that." Uh, and cast Vortex, well, gets it from the prone position and then cast Vortex Calculus, uh, which allows him to teleport along with any equipment uh, he's wearing or carrying to an unoccupied space it can see within 60 feet. So he teleports out of the bubble and then just starts booking it with what's left of his movement. Um, oh, don't oh my blame God. him. But also, also, when he does that, um, anyone within a 20 foot space of him has to make a con saving throw or take force 2d6 force damage. So I think he completely ignores who might be in that space. And there are like several spectators that were standing here that there that he lands between and they just get like knocked back in like this huge energy pulse. Uh, and he doesn't check on them. He just fucking runs off. Um, and those people are, uh, have been injured and I think one of them managed to like stay on their feet and is checking on the others. Not your biggest problem right now, but um course is an asshole is the point. Um oh is it the worm's turn? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. All right. Who's is Star closest? Star is in melee, yeah. Uh and then who else who else hit it? X just hit it in the mouth really hard. Yeah, but you're kind of far away, right? Or no, I guess you're just 15 feet away. Um, yeah, I think maybe it considers it considers Star for a moment. Um, but it likes it. It doesn't really have a nose, but something it considers Star for a second and then goes, no, 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 that's that's some broccoli. Like I want some filet mignon, and then turns to. <laughs> Turns to X uh, and is going to go in, um, I think, lurches out and sort of files around uh, you. And it's it's shaking the ground as it encircles you. And then it's going to whip around the tail stinger to try and hit you. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, does a 32 hit? Vanna, fuck you for that. <laughs> Good God. Um, okay, you take 16 piercing damage as the stinger of the tail just 
pierces through your shoulder, uh, I think. And then you also need to make a constitution saving throw to see if you take this poison damage. A handsome two. Con is my dump stat. I... You take 39 poison damage. I'm down. Wait, your temp HP? You're down by how much? How much? It's temp HP. Uh, I have... I have... (laughs) uh, I was at 27 out of uh, 48 temp HP, uh, which is my max. Uh, So an extra 36 will put me down to... Let's see. 36 damage. Yeah, negative 25. (gasps) Healing? I'm good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I I have a plan. Don't worry. I have a plan on my turn. Okay. Uh, Stag would do this anyway, because she has no brain. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to activate my spirit shield. Uh, So when an ally that is within 30 feet of me takes damage, I can use my reaction to reduce it by 2d6. It's not going to be enough, but Stag's going to do it anyway. So she's in the middle of like trying to get up from being prone and sees the stinger shoot out and her eyes widen and she just lets out a, like a very urgent and for the first time terrified uh, word. X! And she like flings her axe out sideways and exploding downward from her arm, like wrapping around it with spirit energy. You all see the form of like a dancing lion that it shoots down the uh, length of the pole, down the head of the axe and explodes outward like a translucent stone lion with a huge maw. And it like gallops across the battlefield and moves in front of you like to take uh, to absorb some of the blow. So I think the stinger passes through its ghostly body anyway, but it slows it down by a little bit. Um even though it's not going to be enough to prevent you from dropping to zero. Stag I mean, would do it anyway. Still very cool and gay, so. That was an eight, so I guess a seven, negative 17. Do <laughs> 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 I, could I, could I get my reaction out before I'm dead? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I think the stinger cuts through X's body, they jerk. <laughs> And then they grab the stinger that's like coming out the front of them and they say, no mercy. And I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke uh, at second level. So I will just, uh, it needs to make a dex 13 uh, save. It failed. (laughs) Beautiful. It is going to take... 3d10 fire damage, which is going to be 19 points of fire damage total. Okay, so you're about to go down, but as you do, uh, what does that hellish rebuke look like? Uh, as X like grabs onto the stinger inside their own body uh, and says no mercy, it's almost like their entire body for half a moment is engulfed in complete flames, which like burns the stinger that's still inside them. Like their whole body just kind of goes up in flames and they go limp against the stinger. Okay. High or low? Hi. Uh, when you do that, the end of the worm's body that grips in the stinger 
sears and the stinger falls off fuck yeah and is left inside you um and it's through your shoulder so not 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 your tum tum not the tum tum Um, I'm being so brave. I have such a stomach ache right aw, now. You really <laughs> do. X is being so brave about it. Um, Connie, on Stag's turn, is there anything else that she can do other than the shield guardian? That was just my reaction. Oh, perfect. So she has a whole perfect, turn. Perfect. Left. Let's yeah. go. It is your turn. Oh my god. Okay. First things first, I use half of my movement to get up from prone. That leaves me 20 feet left. I'm going to rush over to where X is 15 feet away from me. And I'm just going to look like X, X, hey, 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 and like sort of like kneel down and check. Can I do any sort of like medicine check? Uh, Would I know that X is okay because of the temp HP? Like, is it obvious? Well, X isn't okay. Because, right, because once you blow through the temp HP, you start going through your regular HP. Okay. Uh, and in a oh. regular game of Mage Tower, some, if you're down, they would stop hitting you. But the worm has one intelligence and does not know of Mage Tower. <laughs> so, or so we think. Uh, um, so, there- <laughs> so you would see, you would see uh, that X is... is actually injured the the magic of the field did what it could but it was surpassed Uh the limits of what it was meant for in that case i assume my rage has worn off because it's been a minute since we started mage tower correct um yeah i mean but the worm thing happened like immediately afterwards so did everything happen in the span of 60 seconds or less I don't know what's time even, you know, man. Uh, Basically, <laughs> higher low. Low. You're still raging. Okay, uh, that's fine. The adrenaline, I think the, the adrenaline from the game straightened to be sw- swallowed by a giant poo poo pee pee cervix. Really, it keeps the blood pumping. <laughs> That was beautiful. Thank you, Vanna. Uh, yeah, I think the rage had simmered down a little bit. So little like ghostly wisps of what seemed to be almost like steam or some kind of spiritual energy rolling off of Stag's pauldrons, like mist off the surface of a foggy river. And as like we just see her with her back turned, hunched over X. And then there's a moment where they just say kind of quietly, but their voice rings out to address the rest of their allies. I need a medic over here. For two things. Uh, and the like the spiritual energy explodes off of her. And like we see that lion rah, like come off of her cape again as she draws that axe and tries to hit uh like the back tail end of the worm that's still there, which I assume is still within melee, because it's just yeah, the yeah, stinger yeah, that yeah, broke yeah. off. <gasps> yep. So she's gonna uh, recklessly attack uh, and use her great she's just going for damage. She's going for broke. Uh so. Let's see what she gets. Oh, I fell off. It fell off again. Uh, shoot. Okay, that wouldn't hit. That was a 15 for the first one. No That's dice. okay. I have another attack. No! Wait! The first one was actually a 17? No, oh, okay, never mind. N- neither her attacks hit. I that think sucks. I think Stag is just very distracted. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe she's just really angry. Uh, so she's just like using her axe and just pummeling into this thing, trying to hack through its armor, but it's not working. Uh, but she's just like, her eyes are not seeing. It's like she's back in the hole. She's just not seeing anything except just anger. And she's just letting out a, bah, you stupid worm thing. Uh, she's just like hammering that blade down, trying to find like the segmented places and it's just glancing off with these bright uh bright great sparks yeah absolutely um anything with your bonus action i was gonna i was gonna rage if my rage was down but that's that's it double <laughs> rage uh zero bring us home all right um i'm just going to attack it with my eldritch blasts goody hope hopefully a good one i shouldn't jinx it <laughs> That's uh, rolled a hit, right? No, Liv, no. Is this good or bad? What's happening? I got two 17s. I rolled two 11s. Um, I'm going to fucking lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Liv, the player, I'm going to go into a rage. All right. May I, may I, on behalf of my beloved Liv, who I love so much, make an argument? Can I bring a point to the GM? Yes. I'll Would its it. armor class have gone down since the stinger got cut off? Since part of its body was removed? Would the AC if, have lowered perhaps if, by I'm gonna, one? Wait, I'm going to go get a ladder. I'm going to get a it's ladder. It's in my so body. If you are <laughs> aiming at reach. its anus, yes. I'll, yeah. I'll blast it in the ass. I'm yeah. not scared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If <laughs> Okay, cool. If you're if you're ass blasting, it's a it's a 15. All right, word. Worm actually. Um that's going to be a 10 and then that's going to be a 6. So that's 16 total points of damage. Yeah, but uh Zero can see everything and so I think they see the uh stinger get ripped off and is kind of doing the same mental math that um <laughs> public defense attorney c had done uh because thank you for that one that was very kind of you um and so they are going to like lift their finger up kind of like a moment of like ah fuck i'm really doing this um and then is then going to shoot off their eldritch blast and these bright um again starting very dark at the tip and then i shouldn't say tip at this moment <laughs> um and then ombreing into like a very uh neon teal two eldritch blast beams are gonna arc around the field going wide and then hit the worm in the ass can't even get it out <laughs> Yeah, I think. I yeah, I'm a child. I'm sorry. The the open wound, which is now uh, turned its asshole into a super asshole, uh, since the removal of the of the uh, spike at the end of its tail, gets completely plowed by these <laughs> Just Eldritch blasts, teaming raw dogging this worm, and, and you can you can not see raw dogging, Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> finger blasting. This Nazarene raw dogging has been sponsored by. Let me finish. Let me finish. And they meet at, at the center of that diameter, and uh, it there's a pause as the. Um, the purple worm goes completely still, and you can kind of see this 
almost imperceptible vibration running through its body. Uh, and then uh, there's a moment and it opens its mouth and just like lets out like a green puff of smoke. And then there's another beat and it raises up and stiffens. And then it curls around and goes back headfirst into the hole that it came out of. Uh, and that is where we're going to take our break. <laughs> we'll see y'all back here in 10 minutes. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, you are left on the ruins of Arrowjunt Field, which has been completely upturned. It's kind of like, what is those uh, gardening tools where you, like, stick it in the ground and you, like, twist it? Uh, and it, like... Auger? Is that what it is? An auger? Is that it? I don't know what that word is. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of those, tool I should let you finish? One of those twisty guys uh, that make the earth go uh, go loose, you know? That's what the field think, looks like. I think an auger, yeah. I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds made up, but I agree. Uh, I agree that's the word. Um, and uh, and everybody's fine, except... Uh, who's unconscious under the mage tower? Oh, <laughs> Kadoras is still uh, un unconscious under the uh, opponent's mage tower, and... Uh, almost nearly circumcised uh and also we have uh a prone ex that is unconscious and uh rapidly bleeding out from the spine that has stayed stuck in their soldier in their shoulder throughout the tumult what do y'all do i I would rush over to X now that this thing has died back into the ground um, and look up. Uh, should I pull it out? I could pull it out. I'm not good at physical. I can heal them, but should I pull it out first or I'm going to pull it out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Stag like sheaths their axe immediately as soon as this thing burrowed back into the earth of the stadium and is whirling back on the unconscious X. Get that thing out of their shoulder. I, I do it myself, but I, I don't want to cause more damage than is already happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to try and as carefully as I can pull out this stinger. Um, I'm assuming I don't need to roll anything through that, right? No, I'm good. Um, yeah, maybe a strength. Strength. Oh, no, I'm weak. Okay. Uh, can I help? Yeah. It seems like you're just, just oh, that's fine. I wrote a net 20. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is you're cheating? You're cheating. No. You're the one that's cheating. So, in a surprise um, burst of strength, uh, Borrow just one handed is able to rip this gigantic stinger out of X's shoulder, uh, which require uh, which causes just this huge jerk of uh, X's limp body. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, okay. And I'm going to place a hand over the wound and in between, As, and we never actually make contact. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? No, go ahead. Um, we never actually make contact, but right between my palm and the wound on X's shoulder, again, you see the sigil appear and then cure wounds in Draconic. And then I'm going to cast cure wound. Um, 
And I think this one, you see all of Bari's features become more snake-like in this when they cast this spell. Um, it's very, it's not, it's different to how they look. Like whenever they cast any other spell, they seem to look fine. But this spell specifically seems to come from their serpentine nature. Um, uh, I'm going to cast that second level. The TDA. So that's 20 points of um, healing. Yeah, so you're back up to 3 HP. Right? Um, so how does... How does... Ooh, wait, hold on. While you're in this X, while you're in this realm of unconsciousness in sort of the veil between life and death, uh, you see another huge hulking figure in front of you. And it reaches out to you. It's wearing a long black robe and its face is hidden in the folds of it. It's about 15 feet tall. What do you do when it reaches out to you? X looks up, looks up at it with uh, an air of devotion, I think. And they ask, is it my time? Um, the figure doesn't say anything, but it looks like it's going to grab your wrist delicately, like sort of wrap its long spindly fingers around the bulk of your forearm gently. But then at the last moment, it jerks as hard as it can. And as you're being flung towards the mass of it, that's when you sputter back to life with um, two of your friends hovering over you. Wait, so they only healed for three HP? They were negative 17. Is that how uh, that works? I don't think HP goes into negative. Oh, well, I'm just doing yeah. what Connie and C said. <laughs> <laughs> I was just tracking how much it went over, because if it goes over <laughs> yeah. to your max HP, you insta-die. You insta-die, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fair uh yeah then you heal for the the full um 20 the point being you are now alive again congratulations and i think you like, as you open your, i think you hear like the sound of snakes hissing and as you open your eyes that dissipates mm. and x's x kind of like sits up immediately really fast like they were on their way somewhere already that their body just kind of catches up with them a second too late oh and their eyes kind of flutter open this like black sclera this odd ring of white circling their iris and they blink guess not guess <gasps> no oh you didn't punch me this time i guess that's an improvement oh yes did we win? What? Did we win the game? Yeah, but that was like a thousand years ago. 
Oh, good. Should we play the second round now? Uh, X. <laughs> X. No, the, the, the game is over. It ended when that worm thing burst out of the ground. S speaking of which, Zero... Did you get a good read on that worm thing? I was just so focused on trying to beat the ever-living daylights out of it that I didn't even... I, I wasn't even thinking, I guess. Um, I mean... Not... <laughs> me, Liv, the person, did not think of doing that in the moment. But, like, Vanna, I study critters and creatures. Yeah. Like, I'm a Witherbloom student. Yeah. Um, so... What are you trying to ascertain, or what are you, what Connie? What are you suggesting Ciro should ascertain? Well, Stag knows that Ciro's a Witherbloom student and yeah. assumes Ciro has really good proficiency with creatures okay. and nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just sort of yeah. like, what is up with that big creature? Yeah, yeah. which was going to be what I was going to ask. Of like, I'm assuming purple worms are not native to our floating <laughs> campus, or our I don't know if this campus floating. Floats, but like our no, street. it does not float. No. <laughs> Well, I'm I mean, so we're all kind sorry. of floating, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you think about it. When you think about um, it. Yeah. On this flat earth. I'm joking. Um, I promise I'm joking. But yeah, no, I think Ciro's kind of like racking their mind for like, why would a purple worm appear here? Is that even possible? Um, uh, roll, roll history with uh, advantage or nature, whichever you I prefer. I will take nature okay. with advantage okay that's gonna be an 18 Ooh, that's a good roll mm -hmm. um so you know for you know this is strange behavior for a purple worm because um typically a purple worm does not repeat its having so once it goes a direction it does not go back again oh, like you yeah. saw it do um mm -hmm. and typically it just keeps moving forward which is why so many like underdwelling uh peoples and creatures are able to just safely use the the tunnels that they leave behind because that's the safest place to be when a purple worm yeah. is around is in their wake um mm -hmm. And the other thing, this is kind of erroneous, but uh, you think of it because that's how brains work. Um, you recall that uh, the paths of purple worms are also often uh, mined uh, as, in a sense for jewels because they're, uh, a bulk of their nutrition comes from dirt, but they can't process like hard gems. And things mm. like that. So they get passed through the body and are left in uh, in the tunnels behind. That's, I don't know how relevant what, that is to anything, but. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think like Sarah's kind of thinking about that. I, I think they'd like flutter down from the tower and like join the rest of the group. Just, it's odd. It's very, very odd that it went back. Purple worms don't circle back. They they very much move forward in one direction only. So while, yes, we put up as good of a fight as we possibly can, a, a purple worm wouldn't get scared off. Huh. That's the weirdest thing. 
Besides um, initial attack, of course. Maybe it was intimidated by all of us kicking its ass, you know? <laughs> Those two gumshots. <laughs> Good going, X. Thank you. Sarah's going to cut in immediately and just, well, I mean, you are one of the most intimidating people on a campus, Stag. Any creature <laughs> should run in fear. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if I say that. I don't, I don't, but do go on if you don't mind. I mean, and like, Sarah's just going to motion and <laughs> speak, for, speak for yourself. Speak for <laughs> Honestly, though, I feel like during that fight, I didn't make too much headway. I was just so angry, I guess, hacking away at its carapace. But you say they don't usually retrace their steps. Could it be like, could something have sent it up? So it just went back down the same way? I mean, purple worms don't really get tamed. Huh. Maybe something bigger was chasing it. There's not many things bigger than a purple worm. <laughs> Except maybe a god beast. Ooh. I have a thing for this. Can I use my uh, primeval awareness uh, to expend a ranger spell slot? To sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey fiends, or undead are present within a mile of me? A mile? Can you say the list slower? Yes. Uh, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. I hope well, also maybe fey is goddess? going off because Zero's right next to you. Yeah. Uh, and I think with that, you can't pinpoint location. So it's oh, going I'm off, just... but it could be Zero. It, it's Zero. It could, yeah. At least in part. Zero just starts glowing. Like, huh? What? <laughs> oh my God, you're, you're glowing. Loud, zero. What was that? Your presence is very loud. Mm. And X kind of like puts their face closer to the ground. <laughs> um, as they're doing that, Sue just like very flippantly is just like, well, I mean, you know, make a make a statement, walk into a room and make a statement. That's what people usually do. People don't usually just walk into a room and stay silent. <laughs> Me and Bari just watching in silence, just kind of just, <laughs> just silently watching the back and forth. It's a little odd. Nothing else pings, though, for a mile? So it has separate pings for things? I think so. I would be able to sense whether any of those things were present within a mile. I don't... Well... Within campus, there's probably a couple of those things, which would also be to be expected. But you Aurora can't. Aurora would you ping can't, up undead, probably. And you really? Isn't Aurora a vampire? Oh, Aurora! I thought you said star for some reason. Oh no! <laughs> and I was I'd like, "Hey, yo! <laughs> what a twist!" Um, but you can't pinpoint direction. I cannot pinpoint direction uh, or their location. Or how many of them there are, just if they um, exist within. I think the okay. only thing X is like trying to ping for specifically would be if there's anything new. I imagine they do this fairly frequently just to like check mm -hmm. their surroundings. So it'd be like if there's something that's suddenly around that wasn't before. I think I think it's not a, a ping. I think you're also getting a ping from Stag, right? Because Stag's Dragonborn uh, in part, aren't you? No, I'm, I'm or you Goliath. are, or you are. X. I am. Oh, you're pinging yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, 
And there's a couple of like dragon pings, I think, across campus. Uh, partially in it, it to for the reason of dragonborn students, but also because the just remnant of the founder dragons are probably scattered throughout uh, the campus. Um, Aurora is is pinging undead, and there's probably I think at least one of the other professors is a full vampire. Um, and there's probably other a couple of other students. Um, and there's something else that is like itching. It's like back of the brain itch, but it's not it's not anything you're trained to pinpoint. Mm. Yes, I think there's something else out there too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? This is our campus, our home, our place of study, and this worm thing thinks it can just erupt into the middle of the field and take our well-deserved victory. I didn't even get to see the look on anyone's face when we won. Well, the rest of my afternoon is open. There's a big hole down there. I will once again repeat, not, not that you need me to, but I will repeat that the worm did go back down the hole? Yeah, because it was scared of us. I mean, we might as well see, like, <gasps> aren't any of you curious about what's down there? Come on! Probably probably gems. There's probably gems. Yes, I would love to talk to Professor LeShiel and see if we can get some people down there to collect the gems, because some of them could be very useful um, power conduits or just material in general. I could definitely add, an, add some to maybe the sword. Um, the warhammer that Star is using maybe uses a new power source because the current medicine that um, I'm using right now it seems to have cracks in it and not be able to really hold in the arcane energy that it needs to power Star at the moment. I I'm honestly surprised that she survived this fight. I was worried that she was going to spontaneously combust. So I need to probably look in on that. Um, I don't think we should go ourselves though. Well, no, I, think <sighs> well, I suppose some backup. Should go we should go and not tell any other students because i bet i bet the the soil that is left in the wake of a purple worm is extremely good fertilizer and don't you want to get the best stones before anybody else does i mean yes. i've changed my mind completely about this plan <laughs> i've changed my mind entirely we should go now um, so now you're coming around. So very fittingly, uh, uh, with y'all's passive perception, you see out of the corner of your eye, there's still people milling around. Uh, and, uh, a lot of people have run off, but a lot of people are still kind of sticking around and trying to get, it's like a, you know, like a car crash or something like that. People are kind of drawn to it. Um, but you see Rosie running, uh, from off field because at some point she vacated the, the, power that she was on uh, apparently and went somewhere and has come back and she's running uh she's just a little gnome in, that is similarly dressed to um baru actually like very sort of like tiny uh steampunk baby <laughs> um and is running back to the field uh with alarming speed um she should not be able to go that fast and then um Paces and paces behind her is uh, Professor Loshiel, uh, who is one of the primary professors for Lorehold. Um, and they are walking. They're not in any hurry. 
<laughs> whatsoever. Uh, and she's also followed by a small menagerie of mechanical beings uh, that are trotting and wobbling and uh, wriggling beside her and heading uh, in the direction of the field. She bards waving oh. ecstatically. Friends, the only glory lost is glory not seized. So I'm with Bar. Uh, I'm with Ciro here. I do think. I mean, we were the ones that beat that thing back into the earth, which was a blast, by the way. Uh, casualties aside, I think we'd be remiss if we relinquished our dibs. It's true. It's true. First come, first, first come, first serve. I'm also just going to mention that that um, Aurora and. Cateros are still unconscious. <laughs> Jaisha. Yeah, Aurora's Jaisha. floating. Well, so Aurora's gonna, I'm going to lower Aurora down. Okay. Because I had them levitating with my levitate spell. Mm-hmm. So they just gently pull back to the ground. Okay. I think when you put them down, uh, Gavin comes up uh, and places a, a firm hand on Aurora's shoulder and she she disappears. Um, which is maybe a little startling in the current context, but in the context of the field still being powered, she's gone back to like respawn at the tower. (laughs) Um, Mm. And then behind you, you also see uh, seven hearts crouched down by Kadoras and and shake his head at something and (laughs) uh, just give him a little pat on the ankle and also uh, Kadoras disappears. Perfect. X is kind of like thumbing. I think there's a hole in their shirt and underneath you could see like the like red scaled skin. And there's also like at the top of their shoulder, what seems to be like a scar, like a scar, um, just a tiny one uh, that kind of disappears into the rest of their clothes where it's not as torn. Um, And they're just kind of like playing with the fringed edge of their cut open shirt. Um, They're at like half health. Uh, so they look rather raggedy still. Um, but they look up and they go, yes, I'd like to go. Are we... Is the half-health temp HP? Because uh, X was knocked down to zero of temp HP. So would they be at full health of regular HP? Or are they at half-health of regular? I think they're at half-health of regular. Okay. Okay. Um... Because once that temp HP is gone, it's gone, or it has to be replaced by a new temp HP spell. And the field, again, is not equipped to do that because this should not be happening. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, Low Shield does eventually... Um, Rosie is very, like, anxiously standing at the edge of the field and, like, looking back, like, obvious, like, why aren't you moving faster? <laughs> um, but Low Shield eventually does come up, and uh, you see her do some somatic movements, uh, with her with her hands and uh, and Loshiel is a a loxodon so she's a, a large bipedal elephant um, person uh, and she does a couple somatic things with her hands and uh, there wasn't the shield wasn't visible before but there is like an effervescence that kind of uh, pulses through it before it disengages uh, and then she walks out onto the field not to you all but you know a, she's walking up to the hole to um, uh, inspect it. Um, so she's nearby and she starts, she starts looking into it and going kind of mumbling to herself and, uh, and tisking and, and giving a couple of orders to the, uh, small robots that she's brought along constructs. 
Professor! Hey, good to see you. Uh, were you ever in Lorehold? I am a Lorehold yeah. student. Okay, perfect. Stag Sorry. And yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, and the shield turns and goes, ah, young mystagogue. Hello. Uh, I trust you all are well. Her eyes linger on X. We could appreciate a little bit of a top off here. And Stag throws out an arm and actually like places it, drapes it across your shoulders, X, to indicate you. Oh, yes, no problem at all. Um, and um, she gestures to one of the small bots, one of the small uh, constructs. And it's like a, it's kind of like, a, a, I want to say spider, but it's not scary. It's kind of cute. <laughs> um, and it, it just has a lot of legs. Um, and it skitters uh, across the ground and then up onto your shoulder. And then it starts doing sort of like a weaving um, across um, the place where you were punctured. Uh, and when it finishes there, it also stitches up the hole in your clothes. Um, and then it kind of pauses there for a second and then taps you twice on the shoulder and then skitters down and runs away. And you're full HP now. Hmm. Now, I have not seen a hole this big since the dig that we did in the desert was that five years ago she's talking out loud mostly to herself but baru has scooped up one of the constructs that like follow um the show around and it's kind of like messing around a bit being like how you doing buddy how's the new ball jointing for your leg and like just checking the yeah. bits and pieces of the the construct what, it, what is that construct function um oh i think i think it's kind of like um because I assume um, Rose probably gave uh, Lisa very much uh, a basic load of what was going on to those shows. So maybe it's like a little um, droid that's made for moving rubble, just in yeah. case they thought for whatever reason they would need to do that. It's mm -hmm. kind of like a very kind of short, stout bot of like very powerful, but tiny mm -hmm. um, robot made for pushing around rubble. So you kind of see like the heft and like you see Barry struggle to pick it up, but manage to anyway. And is honestly messing, like holding it up like a baby, kind of like putting <laughs> yeah. on his arms, like holding up, yeah, um, and checking his joints and stuff as they walk over to the shore and just says, um, it looked like it was a purple worm. And as he says that, he looks to um, Ciro uh, to, for confirmation because he's not sure. Like, a purple worm? Purple worm. Um, I'm going to make <laughs> the executive decision <laughs> that Ciro has, while you all were talking, Ciro has like like zipped over and is flying, like hovering, um, not in the hole, but very much like hovering above it. And it's already like gathering up, um, takes their gloves off and is gathering up dirt, is like fully like sniffing it. <laughs> it's a little, it's a... I don't think you all get to see Cyril in their work mode, but it is a little reminiscent of oh my god, what was her name? The turtle. Belmora. Belmora. It's, it's a little reminiscent of that. I'm just like very much into this dirt <laughs> and trying to figure out like yeah. the dirt and looks up. Uh, yes, yes, a purple. It was a purple worm, indeed. I would come away from there. The, okay. You know, the giant 
gaping hole in the ground that a monstrosity just came out of maybe don't well they don't hover reverse and so where did it go then i don't it went back down i don't think it'll turn around it's not there's no room (laughs) it need only make it need only make a new tunnel for it to turn around uh, P- Professor, we were actually talking because this worm did disrupt our play, and we think maybe something else is going on here. Oh, my afternoon is clear if it needs to be. We were thinking maybe we could delve in and take care of this for Strix. I just wanted to take some of the gems and use it for further constructs. Some emeralds. We don't know if there's gems would. down there, Baru. <laughs> like, don't make assumptions. Wait, why are we going then? Why am uh, well, I'm, I'm uh, for for going. research purposes, have you ever researched a huge, giant purple worm? I don't really care for them. No, I don't I recall your graduate thesis being on such a project, young Mister Gog. Well, you know, my graduate thesis is about uh, glorious battles of yore, and what better place to get hands-on experience than to participate in a glorious battle of not your you know most people would utilize the library well most people aren't me professor hmm i flash a winning smile (laughs) do you want to give me a uh oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) i actually wait before this um Cyril is going to zip over and just Cyril Lily Twill warm uh, wither bloom. So my thesis is actually on and um, starts explaining. I think in detail, like like overwhelming detail, the intricacies of Cyril's plant based research and why this soil is so important. And I mean truly over explaining to what is essentially a history professor. Um, and then follows it up at the very end with, and since Stack and I are such good friends, uh, they volunteered to be my escort in this endeavor. And we're taking the rest of our roommates too. Sample collecting. I think uh so one of you needs to roll, and whoever rolls will get advantage, since you're both sort of trying Our to... Our warlock, please. Lay, lay <laughs> Our on the charm. Based caster, please. Um, I can roll. Um, deception? Or, it's not deception, well, it's persuasion. Yeah, I'm persuade. yeah, it's up to you. It is my You it tell is my me research. if you're lying. I don't know. I'll believe um, anything. No. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That's a 21. At 21, you say this, and um, and Loshiel is considering you, and then uh, looks back at Baru, and over at X. <clears throat> I will authorize this field trip if, if you take care of filling the hole. With dirt? With what? I don't care. Restore the field to a working condition. But I was going to have to do it, and I don't want to. So. That is understandable. (laughs) Truly work beneath you. As 
all work should be. I do not live to work. I work to live. We do not dream of labor. Exactly. Uh, here, here. Even the stag is so clear; she has no idea what any of that means. Like <laughs> labor justice means nothing to her. <laughs> so uh, you can do what you want. I'll sign off if you want to go in the wormhole. But when you're done, you have to fix Erigent. Understood. I think we can do that quite easily. Believe me, Professor, filling holes is... She... <laughs> There's a pause and she just smiles again. A specialty of mine. Young Mystagog, I do not need to know of your extracurricular activities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Professor. I'm just kidding. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sarah just laughs so the joke is still funny. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I think Loshio Lor gives you... A withering look, but beneath it is definitely, like, a smarmy expression. Um, but she's trying to be professorly, you know. Um, she turns to Baru and, is, and goes, are you joining this expedition? Um, I guess... <laughs> You're all nodding. Should I say yes? Um, I mean, if the... If there are precious gems down there, I think they'll be very useful, like I said, for power conduits. But if there are none, I, I guess I'll just stay up top. Operation. <laughs> so there are gems. I'm so lost. I mean, if... Baru's coming with. Okay. I, I was going to put you in charge, but now I'm confused. I'm only interested uh, in the gems because it could be used to power more constructs and maybe replace the one I'm using for Star. If there are gems down there, I will gladly come along. I'm not interested in the soil or the she, worm itself. She turns to Ciro and is like, I don't know you, but you seem to have the best grasp on the goals and intentions of this trip. So I did write my third year paper on uh under oh my god, not extraterrestrial. What is subterranean. That? What is it? Subterranean? Sub yes, subterranean creatures. I did. So I will be putting you in charge, and I expect if anything does not go according to plan, that it will be reported to not me. But somebody I promise I promise you will hear no head or tail of it. But somebody should. Not me, but somebody will know. Somebody will know. Uh, preferably a faculty member. Yeah. A faculty member. A faculty member. That is not me. That is not you. You're a quick learner. Uh, I'll leave some bots behind to uh, help you with the task at the end of your journey. And she waves and there's like a just a series of those boulder uh, constructs that you were playing with before, Baru, that sort of just file off to the side um, of the field and just wait for instruction. Please see that they are returned to me intact. Well, if you need some <clears throat> climbing equipment, there might be some in the outbuildings. Otherwise, you'll oh, have I'm, to improvise. I'm good. Well, I was speaking generally. Oh. 
to all of you. Uh, there might be some in, in one of the old sport outbuildings here, but again, not my problem. I'm going to go have a cup of tea and read a sexy novel. <laughs> and she wanders off <laughs> with uh, several of the several of the constructs um, following behind her. So oh, I recommend the Romance of the Starborn Rogues series. It's very good. Noted, <laughs> she says over her shoulder. Yeah, uh, Stag's big, cheerful smile persists until the professor is like actually out of sight, and then it just drops uh, into like a very serious kind of eager expression and stag is very much like a teacher's pet kind of like in the sense that she like is kind of smarmy and ingratiates herself to the faculty uh you know and i feel like she has definitely been in a position with this specific professor where she's like negotiated for a passing grade instead of an f like skate by on like nice bringing dinner over and like complimenting her and all that stuff yeah it just uh, for so. context like if you if you are in that position and you just offer to do any work that Lochiel is supposed to do herself, like, she's pretty easy to convince. <laughs> like, she just wants to do as little work for as much reward as possible. So uh, she's pretty easily swayed by those sorts of things. Everything Bo has that relationship with her as well. She probably like, He probably, like, um, works on some of the constructs in her stead or... Right. I know that Professor just does Lichel repairs or yeah. Yeah. Like they, I'm, if I'm reading it right, she often doesn't even come to the actual like classes. She has no, a contractor that displays. Yeah, she's her one faces. of the teachers that puts on like a, a movie. <laughs> yeah. So like every so often you definitely have like Barry at the front of the class fixing the contract that's projecting yeah. Lichel's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just running the class. You're just a, a TA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um so y'all have been left a lot of the other teammates um are scattered uh, the other team has picked up um their teammates from the respawn at the opposite mage tower but they're st they still look like they're taking them off somewhere uh maybe to double check that they're okay at the infirmary uh and they're wandering off um I think Xanther gives y'all, who is still there, because he was very genuinely worried about all of you that entire time, kind of stands on the sidelines and and nervously watches you for a bit and then goes to move forward to you and then thinks better of it and and decides to mind his business <laughs> and go away. Um, but he did show genuine concern for you. And I, Grayson disappeared at some point. You don't know when. Um, and most of the audience has uh, dispersed, especially once Low Shields showed up and took down the the field because they were like, "Oh, faculty's here!" Like it's resolved. So you are left to your own devices. What do you do? Are you all ready? <laughs> oh, you know me, Zero. Always ready. Um, Zero is going to zip off and start grab like bringing over. Um climbing equipment for us okay so there's two outbuildings there's one to mm -hmm. the southwest of the field and there's one to the southeast of the field which one do you check whichever one's closest i guess like they're maybe, like, pretty equidistant because you're at the center of the field and they're both on one side of that's fair uh southwest southwest okay yeah you go in there um give me an investigation check 
Okay. Um, that is a 16. Uh, a 16. You, uh, it's a, it's pretty dusty in there. Uh, again, this is a outdated building and field, so it's not seeing like current use. Um, but what you find in there is mostly a silk ball, um, mm. old silk ball outfits and also old gymnastics like outfits. So there, it's like, it's kind of like when we look back at like the eighties, Workout yeah. wear, like it's the, yeah. the Arcavios equivalent to that, and it's actually they're actually pretty. Maybe you have a wee a wee chuckle at um mm-hmm. at what you find there, uh, and then also at the bottom of one of those trunks, you find a cloak of displacement. Oh, okay. Um, I'm an- I'll pocket that. Yeah, so it's, I guess, in the moment, you don't know what it is, but you do mm-hmm. feel a magical energy coming from this object, and then above game, what it is is a cloak yeah. of displacement, so. Um, but you don't see any climbing gear. Okay, well, I'll pocket that, and then I guess I'll go check the other storage sure. space. Is anyone yeah. else doing anything while Ciro is rummaging around in the southwest outbuilding? X has gone back up our mage tower to retrieve Bogdog, uh, who was wrapped in their scarf. And as they get up there, they kind of kneel down in front of Bogdog once again and pat it twice on the head um, because it's wrapped up in like the baby Bjorn of Mm -hmm. their scarf. uh, And they run their fingers over some of the runes and they say, "Hmm, probably shouldn't have left this with you. And then they take the entire baby Bjorn and like sling Bogdog onto their back, like he's a backpack. Uh, and then they come back down the tower, like they're ready to go. I'm not even gonna ask for an animal handling because who wouldn't, who would not want to be <laughs> slung in a baby Bjorn on X's back? I, I, I volunteer as tribute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Bogdog is just happily like snuffling uh, behind you and then uh, is a bit discomforted like i think they really snuggled up like nested in the scarf when you left them there very oblivious to whatever was going on um and show a little bit of discomfort when you readjust them but as soon as that placement is set they they uh wiggle around find the right spot and and settle back in and do some like just snuffling sort of like pig (laughs) noises anyone else hey you found a friend a friend? <laughs> yeah, the trophy slung around your back. Are you keeping it for, like, keepsies? A nice well, memento yeah, of the, the victory? Point. Of the game. I can't give it back to the other team. Or else technically, we'll lose, so... Oh, we already won. I read the X, rules. Game's over. Oh. Uh, nice. But I, I'm pretty sure that that thing is someone's pet. But hey, hey. If they don't know it's gone, who's going to miss it? And they shouldn't have made it a trophy then. That is fair. Shouldn't dangle something as a prize if you don't want someone else to come looking for it. Baru says, well, maybe they were lied to and their pet was stolen. 
And it wasn't their choice to be a prize. As you see them working, like they're opening up the chest cavity of Star to check on the, the cylinder powering it. Um, maybe they thought that it was going to be part of the team instead of a thing that the other team has to steal from the tower, dehumanizing it and making a mockery of their work. Don't worry, Bar. Well, I would have never let anyone take a Star 13. Well... I didn't want Star 13 to be in that position in the first place. I've worked for way too many years on this for it to just become a thing for people to throw around on a field in a game that is frankly very boring. It was very easy. I'm not entirely sure why anyone enjoys playing this. Oh, uh, yes, of course. I'm not there. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in a field. You're in a I tower there. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, because, you know, your taste is universal. Well, it should be. I... Oh, I mean, obviously. Why do you find it fun? I don't get... It makes very little sense to me. You hit each other with weapons until they drop the item that is probably precious to somebody on the team. And you just keep doing that? Oh, well, the answer is pretty easy. Baru, I'm surprised you can't see it. It's because it's fun to win. Mm, I don't get it. Is that it. something you're familiar with? Winning? Um, I don't really participate in competitions. Um, so no, I don't really seek it. <laughs> Yeah, well, stick around me, stick around this hole, stick around Ciro, and maybe you'll get a taste for it. Maybe Star will too. You keep talking about Star like they're a living being? But they're kind of humanoid-ish. Yes, I, I shape them that way, but there's, there's no living in it. So, hold on, I'm confused. Then why are you so upset that we use Star as a trophy? Because it's my creation that I worked on for years and I wasn't given permission. Why wouldn't I be upset about that? Okay, like so it's having... not the fact that Star is like sentient or sapient or whatever, but the fact that oh, you no. made this thing and you didn't want it to, to get taken by someone else. Yes. Okay, all right, cool. I'm glad we understand now. Well, you know what, Baru? I can promise you that in the future, if and when you do assist us in uh, Mage Tower again... Even if Star is the trophy, even if they are the prize, we won't let anyone take them, like permanently. I'm not. I'm not playing ever again. Neither is Star. Well, thank you for the offer. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Such a shame. Such a shame. And with that, ah, uh, well, clarified. We'll cut to uh, to Sira, who is now uh, traipsing over to the uh, the south. East outbuilding. Um, and Sierra, when you go in there, um, you don't even need to do a check. There is very obviously um, much smaller, but a whole board in the center of that outbuilding into the ground. Um, and the rest of the room is in disarray. There was a couple trunks in there and it looks like uh, a few have been, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> a 
A few have been, um, a few have been, uh, turned out. <gasps> a few have been, <laughs> a few have been turned Sorry, out and funny. the contents have been, uh, scattered about. <laughs> Maybe X, you have followed Ciro uh, into that second outbuilding, um, and you see this. I would say uh, so. Yeah, you say this. Yeah, you see yeah, the yeah. same scene um, with the with the smaller hole, uh, but you know similarly bored, um, and then the room in in disarray, uh, which it is an older building, and you know things get carelessly put aside. But it's more as if uh, a, a, a great rummaging has occurred. Uh, recently. X tilts their head a little bit. Like this, again, approximation of curiosity, the the expression they're supposed to make. Did a second purple worm come through here? A smaller one? I definitely... Okay. I'm gonna investigate this, mm -hmm. but... Can I do, like, an insight check on X's expressions to see how true they actually are? Yeah, that's up to there's a lot of Go for it. So, okay. uh, roll an opposing. Uh, roll f well, I don't even know. I guess it's up to you if, if uh, X is trying to be deceptive or just trying to... Can I roll stealth? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's roll, been, it's definitely not going to work. Assimilate. <laughs> roll code switching. <laughs> roll exactly masking. That, <laughs> what did you get, Liv? What did you... I, it doesn't matter what they rolled. I rolled a nine. <laughs> well, it does matter. I rolled a 25. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So what is, think, what does Sierra see when they kind of try and discern X's intentions? Um, I think, I think it's going to go the opposite way. Like, I think Sierra was trying to see if like, I think Sierra does feel a little bit off about X because they are very good at reading people, right? They are, they're a people person. Sierra is good at reading people. Most of the time, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, but Ciro is good at reading people. And so I think that they misread it entirely and do like a double take back at the hole. Because I think a 25 versus 9 means Ciro thinks that X sees something that Ciro doesn't see. <laughs> that X is like the expert in the room. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, like, instead of being like, that's fake curiosity. That's like, oh, they're enlightened. Like, they, <laughs> they're looking at their special Their eyes. third eye just opened and they have perceived yeah. the fifth dimension. Yeah. I, um, that, I feel like it makes a lot of sense because the only thing, like, the thing about X's expressions is that they're very much a mirror. Like, it's very much like they saw somebody else make mm. a face of 
deep interest in expression and they're mimicking it perfectly. So you're so it's like a mimic like a mirror or a mimicry of somebody's expression. They don't right. actually know what's going on here. They just know how to make the perfect face of how interesting right. this is. It is a mirror of Ciro's expertise in the given situation. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Okay. So that's what you garner. What are you, what is your response? Um because you said uh because X said do you think there's a was a second purple worm? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think Ciro uh, trying to keep up, or at least in their mind, <laughs> thinking that they need to keep up. It's <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's a possibility. It's always a possibility. Um, <laughs> anything is possible in the world of nature. <laughs> and is going to go and try to, um, I'm going to say investigate, but pray to God I can use nature for my check. Yes, please Not use, pray to God, please pray to use, Banna. Cool. Please, uh, Please use nature, yes. Okay, cool. I am benevolent. Um are is X helping with this at all or I would love to help. Sure. Yay, thank you. Okay, that's gonna be twenty-three. Twenty-three, and are you just investigating like the whole or the whole room or like a chest or anything s- specific? I I think I'm going to investigate the whole and I think I'm looking for um it's like I am looking for the natural markings of a purple worm like are the ridges of the hole shaped in the same way that purple worm holes are cuz I imagine I imagine that like since they don't travel backward by nature typically um people are able to go in and like get very, very thorough like forensics essentially on the holes. And so I think I'm looking for those natural patterns on the bite marks and the way the hole is shaped and everything. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you can definitely see those ridges though. They do seem a bit obscured, uh, which could imply Mm -hmm. that it did go back the way it came. Um, Mm -hmm. But the most telling sign is uh, the residual like mucus on the, on the holes edges. Uh, right. But and obviously, this is, small... this is, it's a juvenile. Yeah. Would I know if purple worms usually travel as packs? Um, I don't know that personally, so That's don't fair. ask. <laughs> okay. Worm. It's either normal um, or not. So. Worm. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that'll be Ciro's thesis. Maybe they'll change their entire thesis. And worm? Say purple. Family, worm family. Yeah, worm. The family. <laughs> Wait, what's what's Vin Diesel saying? I got, I got worm. That's just it. That's that's the um. Anyway, what else y'all do in that tape. room? <laughs> I got wormly. <laughs> I got worm. Um. Yeah, no, I th- I think Ciro then looks at X as and is like, well, it's definitely a juvenile. It's definitely a younger worm. Potentially it's child, but there's not many studies really about worms and how they migrate if they all travel together. But again, it does look like this one went backwards, which is very alarming. Because if, well... A lot of subterranean communities make their homes 
in the path of worms. Because purple worms never go backwards. It's the safest place to be. So now this is concerning because if there are worms going backwards, there could be entire communities that get uplifted, which maybe I'm thinking too far ahead, but it is... Now I... So instead of looking for dirt, we should probably go down and hunt the worm down to see what's going on. I don't think we could take the worm. Oh, I will. Says the one person who got killed by it. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's Shush, man. I, they have a vendetta Sarah, now. Sarah just looks at the gaping hole, the like hole in your uniform. Well, the 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 contract did fix that, but you can oh, okay. look at where it were, where it were at, where it were at, um, where it were at. <laughs> and I think Sarah's just gonna like tap it very, just like mm, just right. You can, sure you can. Um, and just with passive perception too, since everything has been forcibly removed from the trunks and crates in here, um. You can see that lying around is mage tower equipment. Um, again, outdated from a different time. Um, the dust is kicked up in here. Um, so a lot of it's in the air and refracting the light in uh, a hazy way. Um, and you can also see like equipment from the climbing club. Um, and um, what's another sport? <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Football. Tennis racket. I, why did I wanted to keep saying football? <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> to say football. I want to say canonically um, the sport with the little tiny rackets and the little badminton. Yeah, badminton Perfect. exists in Arcavius. It's canon now. <laughs> Yay! And some badminton nets have been uh, kind of strewn aside. So it looks, yeah, so it looks like this worm came out, did a whole bunch of stuff, and then went back down. I'm just saying you don't have to look for the equipment you were looking for. It is. Oh, okay, cool. But glean whatever you like from what I've said. I think that's what Ciro is taking away and filing in the back of their mind. Which, again, concerning. Um. I almost said, I keep saying people's real names. Uh, Barwood Stag, are y'all doing anything while the two of them are in the outbuilding? Has the temp HP worn off yet because the professor dismissed the shield? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm at full of normal health? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Uh, Then in that case, Stag is starting to prep the circumference of the hole for us to descend into. Uh, She has some rope. So I think she's just gonna like she's taken rope out of her pack and has leashed uh like tied one end of it onto like a protruding rock and has dropped the rest of the fifty feet like down into the hole. I didn't tell you how deep the hole was. Uh, the rope is well, either way. Oh, she's oh, dropping the ro- 50 oh. Feet of- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifty feet. That's child's play. <laughs> <laughs> I I figure, but yeah. Um, cool. So you're just sort of prepping the area. Uh, Baru, are you doing anything? Um, this is all just flavor, but Baru has like stars like sat down, so they're more close to Baru's level, and they've re- removed the the chest plate, and they reach for the earring, and as they put, um again like like I mentioned last episode, it's not it 
looks like it's connected. So like when they move the head, it, it swings if it is connected, but it seems to just like levitate where the ear is. And they pull it away. And as they twirl in their fingers, you see a iridescent glow go across it as it extends in length and it becomes a pair of blacksmith um tongs. And they reach into the chest of um uh star and you see it clasp around this um glowing cylinder, kind of glowing gold of a uh still like a black steel base and they pull it out and you can see there's like a, a small crack um going through the side of it as they just kind of mutter to themselves like oh, damn it it's not holding okay and they set it down um, and they just kind of sit there casting mending to reseal this um uh crack in the meta magical cylinder that powers star not borrow literally um, having a fucking bomb staying in their room every <laughs> single night that's wild um, <laughs> just kind of right under their breath like hmm, maybe we need to use more solid glass now that i've introduced the arcane transceiver oh remember and then they pull out um the the um onyx black um sending stone but it's like a voice record and say reminder thank Thank X for getting the arcane transceiver. It's been working well. Just remember to say thank you. And um, ask them what their favorite food is. Okay. And then it puts it back to the patch as they start mending this um, cylinder. Perfect. Uh, and I assume y'all... St- Stag? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Stag is like eyeing you as she's wrapping the rope around the rock and throwing it down. Like from the corner of her eye, she's not turning fully to like like stare at you. But especially as you pull that sending stone and like talk about X, like that stare gets a little bit more direct as she's just kind of like cocking her head one side at you. She doesn't say anything though. And I don't know if you pick up on this or if you're even paying attention to her at all. Uh, but there's like something in Stag's eyes when you bring up X's name that hardens. And then Ooh. Stag just sort of like like straddles the edge of the hole, like places her feet like shoulder width and looks down into it. Uh, how far down can I see? Uh, what kind of visions do you have? I think I have dark vision. And how far Let does me double that check. go? Actually, no, I just have normal. Um, I don't have dark vision. I just have normal sight, I think. Which is, what, 30 feet in darkness? Or? Oh, in uh, darkness, it's just you don't see in darkness with normal sight. Oh. <laughs> well, then, uh, from the light, you can probably see what you gauge to be 30 feet before it starts getting... It just, like, keeps going down. Okay, then in that case, Stag pulls out a torch from her pack uh, and strikes it open with, like, mm-hmm. a tinderbox and drops it down. Yeah, you watch it fall and fall. It's getting smaller and smaller. And it splatters eventually, but it's like a tiny pinprick in an otherwise black void. About how many feet does it seem to be? Like, if I'm counting how long it takes to go down. I yeah, think Stag is, actually has decent survival skills. Yeah, I, like, in real life, how can you measure that from time? I don't know how to do that. Um, God, S I don't know. E, S equals U plus AT, so... No, that's um, not what I meant. I meant, like, person. No? <laughs> don't do that. No? no, I meant, like, <laughs> if it falls for five seconds, it's fallen this no, far. No. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. You find the acceleration of gravity on the planet, the time it takes to fall, and the starting um, 
Yeah, I'll start That's too okay. hard. It's too hard. <laughs> it's daily reminder. I'm stress panting. Somebody stress panting in humanities major. <laughs> There's I only one math gay in this again. group. <laughs> Let's track. Um, you probably gauge that it is a hundred feet before it like kind of splashes. Okay. No problem. Uh, Stag sort of turns around and projects across the field toward like that little shack where X and Zero had gone off to and says, so the big old hole's about a hundred feet deep. We ready? Come on. I'm itching. Uh, and I think inside the little shack, like the last thing that Zero said was something like, sure, like you'll do it. And X kind of fixes them with this expression where all of the other expression like mirror expressions kind of like fall off so that it's like completely empty for a moment like really it's like actually weird to see it's not a neutral expression it's a completely empty expression and they go "Mm, well of course it won't get away (laughs) i have my eyes on it now okay i think that's stag You know what? Yeah, stag. Um, and I'm gonna gather up the stuff we need and go. Perfect. Uh, and all of you reconvene around uh, the hole, and you're all standing before it and uh, taking a a brief moment of re- just sort of focusing before you start this spelunking <laughs> venture. Uh, but we, as the viewers, uh, the camera pulls down into the darkness uh, and goes into a pitch black, but there's something about uh, the way we are moving through the space that we can tell. Is it the the subtle like wind coming past us or the sound that is coming from beneath or around, or is it the talking from above? It's getting farther away. And that goes on for a while before we hear one singular echoing laugh. (laughs) And that's where we're going to end the episode. Uh, We do have a bonus scene to do. Uh, I just want to check in with Drac and Liv. Did you want to peace out now or do you want to stick around for and we could do shout outs after the bonus scene or we could do yours really quick. I want to stick around. I want to see the bonus scene. Okay. I'm gonna hop out. Okay. I got can you steps. can you plug your stuff real quick? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi. I'm having a great day now. It's been a roller coaster, but I just got <laughs> some good news, and I'm feeling great. <laughs> but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Live in a Day. Um, I'm also currently setting up my Tumblr. Um, I do need to get it all pretty, but it will be Live in a Day over there too. Um, you can hear my voice in some podcasts like Clearfield Podcast and Super Idols RPG. But in terms of shows, I am um, here, which is one of my favorite places to be. I'm having such a good time. I'm also under the table. Well, I'm on under the table on Total Party Chill on Mondays, where we are playing every other TTRPG under the sun. You can also see me on Strix U. And those are all the projects I have. Beautiful. Right now. <gasps> For now. Hire Liv, you fools. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Liv. You were amazing. Please enjoy the rest of your evening and congrats on your 
your big schnooze. Thank you so much. Okay, I can't wait to watch this later, and then I'll cry. All right, bye, though. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to move over to a scene that does not include us, Drac. So if you want to mute for this portion, I will tag you back in. Um, All right, here we go. It's just Connie and C on the screen now. Um, Thank you all again so much for for unlocking... uh, (laughs) unlocking this bonus scene uh it's something this scene in particular is one we wanted to do from the jump so we appreciate the support last episode for unlocking that and we also have another unlock for next episode that y'all hit and we'll uh keep you posted on what that's going to be once we once we plot and scheme amongst ourselves um but for now x you find yourself not for the first time Walking through a white void. Every now and then, a half-formed image appears before you. But as you walk towards it, it dissolves away. Your parents' face, sunken from pain, mouthing something indiscernible. A fellow member of the birth of the covenant, staring right through you, unblinking unfeeling your new roommate snakes writhing slowly and methodically around the soft curve of his face features you only know as a name written on a page with the life leaving their eyes the half-formed likeness of the tenants of zuo house and then the crystal clear image of the Damagoth, the spindly fingers on one of its many giant hands slowly unfurl towards you, a gesture which at this point you are quite familiar with, beckoning, asking, demanding your contribution. Stag, you're making your way back to Zuo House across a dark and quiet campus when the slight movement of a huge, dark figure in the corner of your eye steals your attention. You turn to take it in and find yourself staring down a hulking, 15-foot-tall figure cloaked against the night. Several lanky arms are breaching the dark curves of its all-encompassing cloak that it wears. A series of jagged horns forms a halo around its head, reminiscent of the star arches that dot Arcavios. You follow its gaze down and see the figure, small in comparison. You see X, the transfer student that joined Zuo House shortly after the year began. X is standing stock still, seemingly frozen in fear. Their thumb is pressed against the runes that line their bow that you see has begun to glow a deep red, but X makes no move to draw an arrow. What do you do? 
As Stag had been cutting through the darkness and the grass and the lawn of Strixhaven campus, we see her huge axe strapped to her back, but the glamour that she put on in the morning is gone. There's actually, we see the strings cutting across the fretboard. We see like the, the head with its various knobs and, and dials. And she's in the middle of humming to herself a, wordless melody as she's strolling very calmly like she's taking in the night enjoying this uh, alone time that she has to herself and she's just sort of going and she freezes when she sees that huge like towering multi-limbed devil horned haloed mass and her eyes widen and flick down and catch x who's just frozen in place in fear? What is that shock staring up at this thing? And immediately Stag's heart begins to pound. I think there's one thing among many other tenants that their father had drilled into them as a soldier, as a warrior, as a conquering paladin, a fighter, which is to be able to size up a foe in one look. And looking at this thing, Stag knows that if she fights it, she will die. I think it's just like instinct. There's like a, a gut feeling in the pit of her stomach that is telling her that. And the other tenant that her fathers had drilled into her since birth is glory before all. So her arm automatically goes toward that axe and she draws it. And she says in like a single cry, Hey, you run. And X with that, yeah, we'll cut to we'll cut to inside of X's dreamwalk. This image is familiar. How do you engage with this figure? I recite prayer, of course. Anguish and suffering, I plea. Hear thy name call grief, I call. Devour me and my offering. Let there be clarity and guidance amongst the bones. The bones, the bones, and they tip. They give. And what does that look like? They, the little halo that circles X's iris begins to almost glow, and the white light begins to eat up the like inky black sclera as their entire gaze goes white. And almost like ghosts coming out of their skin, suffering, anguish, grief, pain, begins to leave them and begins to go toward the outstretched hand of the Damagorth. And as it does that, we can, as the, the viewers of this dream, of this exchange, can see the visual representation of suffering and pain and anguish slowly, almost methodically, beautifully, in some strange, horrifying way, seep directly into the palm, the giant palm that the Damagoth has outstretched to you. Stag, on the outside, you can see 
X has now lifted their free hand towards the hulking figure. Uh, there's a moment as Stag is frozen there and every piece of training that they'd ever received in their life from their fathers flashes across their mind's eye and they all sort of funnel down to this like one i think line from one of their dads uh that says something to the extent of like you are trained but you're not tested which is true even though Stag in her 20-some years of age has honed every muscle, every instinct, every impulse like the edge of a razor's blade, she's never actually fought a real fight. One where actual lives were on the line, only demonstrations, only trainings, grueling, yes, bitter and difficult, yes, but never real stakes. And something about this moment feels real. And Stag just is sort of muttering, glory, glory, glory. And she's looking between this huge demon thing and this, what in her eyes, helpless about soon to be victim. And she shakes her head and sheaths her axe and says, fuck that. And runs forward to like grab X and flee with them to like save their life instead of seeking the glory. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, the figure was very absorbed by its task. So you get essentially a surprise round um, and are able to grapple ecstasy. X, you are jerked out of this vision, this vision that you find peace in that you find a quiet and a rhythmicness and a time of devotion. It's a huge part of who you are and what you know, and whether it's on a conscious or an unconscious plane. It's a huge part of you, uh, and you've just been ripped away from it. When X wakes up in Stag's arms as she's running away, they wake up with the force and momentum of somebody who is on fire. Like their bo- their whole body kind of like rifts really fast and really violently in Stag's arms. And then one arm cocks back and they punch her square in the eye. And right Stag blacks out. She's Stag blacks she just out. Is knocked on, yeah, she's it. knocked unconscious. I love it. Um, so you black out and then there's a, there's a moment between you uh, and the Damagoth that is now present in the con- your conscious world in front of you. Um, and you have a beat and then take this in. Do you do anything to respond to X or to Stag or the Damagoth's presence? X, if Stag is holding them and then passes out, I think both of them kind of go tumbling for a moment. And X, like, kind of pulls themselves up and looks over their shoulder at the Damagoth. And then almost like plaintively, like a creature begging on its knees, they almost like crawl over Stag's body to step, but like to get between 
them and the Demagoth. And they look up at it, like kind of from this position on the ground on their knees, and they go, I'll be back. Just wait, please. I can't do it now. Uh, And it doesn't even, it doesn't say anything, but there is this sort of like whispering through a dark wood on a full moon sensation and sound. And it does turn its hand over and bring one of its long, huge fingers closer to one of Stag's limp legs. I cannot. She does not suffer enough for you yet. Allow me to harvest for you. It turns its head uh, and the lights that magically light the central campus for the first time reveal the jagged edges of its face. And you can see three of its six eyes and the sucking lipless hole that is its mouth and the barbed edges of its chin as it turns cocking its head to regard you. A halo of horns around its head pulses, not visibly, not discernible to anybody but you, but you feel that pulse like a sharp shooting pain through your nerves. And it, there's a couple I'm a more cultivator. Mm-hmm. I'm a cultivator. Please allow me to serve as I should. It considers this and then slowly pulls back one of its hands that we, the viewer, see has only three huge fingers attached to it with long black nails, sharp as knives. On the tips. It stands to its full height, casting a huge shadow across you, across Stag, and for feet and feet on the lawn behind you. And then it's gone. Stag. And I think. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Stag, I think you come to your senses slowly, groggily, confused. Yeah. Yeah, Stag is like flat on her back, like spread eagled on the grass. And X is literally over you in a protective position. Yeah, her eyes slowly flutter. <clears throat> like her back hurts from because she landed on her axe, you know, and like she thumped her head against like the the blade of the axe, so that hurts too. Her eye hurts from where it was punched, you know. Her chest hurts from where the wind was knocked out of her. <sighs> and then her eyes slowly open and fall upon X. Huh. 
Ah. X doesn't sound surprised when they say it. They just make the noise. Uh, you. You have a concussion. Uh, oh, yeah, that's probably what that ringing is. Ah, oh, shit, my head. Uh, the God Beast. And Stag, like, sits up in, like, a single fell swoop, just up completely. Where? What? Where to go? Don't tell me you killed it. No. It, when we ran, we ran far away enough that it's gone now. Far away enough. And Stag looks and sees, like, the ten feet <laughs> that she had, like, traveled across the lawn. Uh, I think you scared it. Really? Is it convincing? <laughs> You're not? You know what? You know what? You know what? You're pretty. So, so Stag looks at you when you say that and... Uh, there's like a, a moment where you wonder if she's going to question this obvious bullshit that you're selling her. And then a big smile cracks across her face. And she goes, <laughs> yeah, I, I do have uh, I do have a penchant for doing that, don't I? <laughs> well, good. Oh, my God. I, I thought that was it. I thought you were going to get like swallowed up or eaten or torn apart or something. I'm, I'm glad it, it left. Uh, hey, are, are you OK? Yeah. I'm sorry, I have a sleepwalking problem. That's what that was. I was wondering if it, like, rooted you to the ground or something, or if you were just too scared. I was asleep. Sleepwalking. Well, usually it's not too dangerous to sleepwalk on Strix campus. I've, I've never seen a god beast that close to campus before. Oh, so we should probably report this, huh? But it's so late, I... Wait, I think I know you. You're, uh... Yeah, you're, uh... What's your name? You're that new transfer student, right? Ecstasy. Ecstasy. That's right. I remember reading that in the brochures, the, the programs. I thought to myself, that's a pretty name. You're Mystagogue. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Thank you for picking me up. And I'm sorry for punching you in the face and giving you a concussion. <laughs> You're welcome, and you are forgiven. I mean, I guess you must have woken up. I must have jolted you out of, like, deep REM sleep or whatever they call it. And pow. Honestly, I probably kind of deserved it. And X's expression kind of changes, and like this funny little expression comes over their face as they hadn't been moving at all, just kind of staring at you. And then they like twist their head a little bit. And the tiniest idea of what somebody might have conceived of, of a smile if they were inventing expressions for the first time comes across their face. Okay, then you deserved it. <laughs> cutting words ecstasy cutting words you can call me x x like marks the spot 
Like, cross my heart, hope to die? Cross your heart, hope to die. <laughs> you know, you're kind of weird. So are you. Me? Yeah. Weird? Were you also sleepwalking? Oh, no. I was uh, late night training at one of the, you know, like training halls, beating up some punching bags. On your guitar? And they gesture to your axe, which still has its strings out. My who what now? Uh, oh, uh, and Snag very quickly reaches behind and snaps her fingers and the glamour falls back down again and it resembles a normal axe again. Oh, that I just I wasn't. That was a, uh, you know, funny story, funny story, uh, a prank someone played on me, you know, like, like a freshman year undergrad hazing. I brought my Why are you ancestral. Lying? Huh? Why are you lying? I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not l- lying. I, it was a, a, a prank and I You're can't. lying. Why? There's a pause as Stag is just sat upright in the grass under like the 3 a.m. <laughs> light of the sky above us. And I assume we're completely alone. And Stag is just like. Uh, and Stag is just like looking left and right and then back at you. And that big, bright, ebullient smile sobers. Instead of, like, the bright light of the sun, it kind of becomes the melancholy, somber illumination of a moon. <sighs> and her her next words, even though she's still smiling, sound very, very sad indeed. Because I'm not a music student. And I think that's where we leave it. There's a, a moment where, X, you are considering these words that out of context don't necessarily mean much, but to stag, they mean everything. Um, And then the camera position changes and it goes up and up and up until it rests at 15 feet above the two of you. And then it swivels and starts moving away into the darkness. <laughs> um, and that was our bonus scene. Thanks for unlocking that last episode. Uh, and let's do a quick round the oh horn because God. we got some transplanter to watch here, people. Okay. My goodness. Uh, C, start us off, please. Oh, my goodness, me. Hi, my name is C. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me making very trans, very gay art on the internet anywhere at Pie Sharp Art. Uh, if you liked what I did here tonight, you'll like what I do other places. I'll go through it really fast. On Monday, every other Monday, you can find me over on Exquisite Corpse TTRPG playing Divine Intervention uh, with Drac and Humna, uh, as well as a group of amazing other cast members on... Let's see. I'm going through the week on Thursday. You can find me on the mythic initiative playing my most feral self, my worst self. In fact, one could say, um, so that's at 8 PM Eastern. And then on Saturdays, you can find me right here playing, uh, ecstasy who uses they, them pronouns, who is totally normal and fine. Don't worry about it. They're not, (laughs) everything's fine. Uh, that is a fact. Don't lie to your friends, kids. Um, 
And then you can find me later on Saturdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time in just over an hour on Transplaner RPG. We are entering Endgame. I'll let Connie take the real spiel on that one because that's all you. Uh, otherwise, keep up to date with what I'm doing on Twitter. Uh, I'm in lots and lots of projects. I'm often guesting on things. So, uh, yeah, just keep keep up. Keep up. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll pass it over to Drac. Oh, hi, I'm Drac or Draconics. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-E-S. Today here, I played Baru Barugash, uh, the little Gorgon inventor who's apparently sassy when it comes to their creations, but never really anything else. Um, uh, what do I do? On Mondays, you can find me on Mondays, like uh, C said, every other Monday over on Exquisite Corpse Presents um, in a campaign called Divine Intervention. It's at 8.30 Eastern. Is it 8.30 Eastern? It's know, at 10 zone. p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. So close. R- ridiculous for me. But 10 p.m. Eastern <laughs> um, over on Exquisite Courts Presents. On Tuesdays, you can find me uh, over on Table Story at 4 p.m. Eastern in a campaign called Kingmakers, where I play a disgraced king. It's very dark, grim, kind of gory. So a con- bunch of content warnings on that if you do show up for that. Um, and Saturdays, I'm here. I'm playing Barga. So that's pretty much all I have going on at the moment. Um, I have some secret projects I'm working on, so just keep an eye out on my Twitter, Tumblr, just everything. I'll post on whatever is still alive when the projects are out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to pass it over to Connie. Yeah, hey everyone, I've been Connie, pronouns they, he, and she. You can find me all across the internet at by Connie Chong, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. I played Mystigo, uh, Stag, Zorgraves, uh, everyone's favorite, very repressed Goliath Barbarian lady, uh, right here as C has mentioned, I am here Saturdays at uh, 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Vanna's channel as Stag, but at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time uh, on twitch.tv backslash RPG, I am the GM for The Second Stranger, which is an all-transgender, POC-led, dark fantasy D&D campaign set in an original, non-colonial, anti-Orientalist world. We are seven arcs in. Each arc is 15 to 17 episodes long or so, and it is, like, tonight's episode, arc seven, episode six, is like the biggest lore drop of the entire campaign that I personally as a game master have been building toward for the past two and a half years. So I love it if folks showed up, even if you're brand new, come get a taste of that good, good transplanter stuff. Uh, Like I mentioned at the top of the stream, all of our streams are pre-recorded. Uh, they're edited down to about two and a half or, or sub two and a half hours long each with full background music and sound effects and all that. Um, so definitely check us out. We have a podcast backlog as well. You can follow Transplaner all across the internet at Transplaner RPG. Uh, I also recently recorded an Adventuring Academy interview episode with Dimension 20 with Brennan Lee Mulligan. Uh, so it's the most recent one up on Dropout TV. If you don't have the app, you can get a free trial for three days. I highly recommend it. It's like $5.99 a month and it's some really good content up there. Like all of Dimension 20, Game Changer, like so much cool, good stuff there, uh, especially if you like comedy and and really good performances so uh, check out my episode the braid of story uh with brennan it was such a great talk and um hopefully see you all tonight at 8 p.m u.s eastern time on transplanters channel and with that i'll pass things back to vanna thank you y'all are amazing and always doing cool stuff and i'm just so proud and excited for you and oh my god uh i'm vanna I stream here full-time twitch.tv slash vanna v-a-n-a i play the Vigi games and uh, we do this every Saturday. 
Uh, and that's basically it. So uh, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Thank you for helping us hit our bonus scene goal for last week for the awesome bonus scene we just did and also for the one for next week. Uh, can't wait to put up another one for you. Episode three is going to be next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, and please, uh, exclamation point cast to follow everyone on their Twitter accounts while they last. Uh, and thank you again to our sponsors uh, for showing us so much love. We're going to go raid nameless domain, drop some hearts, hugs, hype in the chat. Uh, Humna is over there doing some Pokemon shenanigans. So let's go show some support. Y'all are beautiful. See you later. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.